0: Hello beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the, the Thunderdome. On this NFL football is one week away Thursday, August 31st, 2023. This sports program starts now. Football Football! is happening this weekend in abundance. College football has a menu that is certainly going to be appetizing, but we are just seven days away from the National Football League kicking their 2023 season off whenever the Detroit Football Lions travel to Kansas City to take on a Chiefs team that might be in the middle of the new dynastic run there was a conversation on sports talk this morning about are they a dynasty are they not a dynasty yeah they're a fucking dynasty mm-hmm. but are they a dynasty that's going to be in a conversation with the Patriots who had twenty years of dominance that none of us can comprehend that we're playing in the league at the same time Hell yeah. or Anybody with a brain that understands the parody of the NFL and how hard it is and how lucky you have to get Mm -hmm. to maintain success at such a high level, will the Chiefs kick off the season in beautiful fashion or will the brand new Lions Lions go in and say, hey, I know you guys are out of bank robbing Wolf
1: Mm -hmm. and there's 53
0: fucking Lions coming into town and we're taking Arrowhead down on this banner night where you're celebrating yet another Super Bowl championship. We have not won a playoff game since. 1991. Wow. Sheesh. That's what we're one week away from talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're one week away from debuting on ESPN. We're one week and one day away from being live in Tuscaloosa. We're one week and three days away from a full NFL Sunday slate. We're one yes. week and four days away from overreaction Monday. Then we're off and running with college football and NFL for the foreseeable future. Life is beautiful. Let's have a Thursday.
1: Hell, Hell yeah.
0: Joe Theismann will be joining us in about twenty six minutes. Why? The artist, formerly known as Joe Theismann, out of New Jersey. Uh, Darius Butler will join us in the second hour. Can't wait to chat with him. And Bill Carr, Whoa. Coach Carr, okay. Bill Carr will be joining us in the third hour. Obviously, a man that we have great respect for and admiration oh, yeah. for, and have seen him do a lot of great things. Last year, though, I did tell him, "Hey, Bill, mm-hmm. enough." Piled okay, up. had to. Yeah, for the good of my friend Jeff Saturday. That's right. Yep. Did that work out great? No. Would any coach that went in there do well? I don't think so. Had a lot of shit going on. There's people gambling against their own team. That's yeah. good. In the building. was did, happening in there. did a lot. Right down the road here. Betting in there. Late the meetings. Late the treatment. All right. The biggest comeback in NFL history, do you think that is on a coaching staff or whoever the coaches, Or do you think maybe those players in there didn't have their minds focused on winning football games? Impossible. It was a bad culture, I think. Yeah. So Jeff Saturday being picked to go in there, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like – who really wants to go in here and do this? There's a bunch of people, I guess. And that's what Bill Cowher was
2: saying. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew?
0: So I might have missed the mark a little bit on that particular reaction, but I will, I'll own it. I'm a yinzer. is a yinzer. Yeah, He'll oh, yeah. completely understand where the fuck I'm yes, coming from. Will. And I can't wait to chat with him about how he feels about team building in 2023 because we had a lot of shit going on around the NFL that we are going to talk about. There's some great things surfacing on the internet that tell us, oh, this team tight. This team good vibes. Yes, this team is going to maybe do some shit. To win. And then this other stuff we got, like Chris Bauer, cutting a promo at the end of his yeah, press yeah, conference. Yeah, like, oh, it yeah, yeah. doesn't feel like vibes are that good in this oh. particular building. But if you start winning games, all that's behind you. We'll talk about all that yep. and more later. No know A.J. Hawk. What? Oh, yeah, A.J. Guy. Hawk will not join us in about 54 minutes or so because A.J. Hawk is uh, heading over to Lambo. Oh. A couple of the boys, uh, Jordy and uh St. st-, st- Stitton? Yeah, sitting That's city. right, City. Yep. Going into, I didn't know if it was Stitson, I forget. Dude, I apologize. He would murder me, too. He's been on the show. He is a city. not only physical savage, but I think wow. yeah, mental, 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 savage. mental well. to the brain. He would absolutely could. Both of them going into the uh, Packers' ring of honor or Hall of Fame or mm-hmm. whatever. So AJ's going to celebrate. That's a bummer, but we do have 14-year NFL icon in the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Rock star made. Ladies and gentlemen, Pac-Man Jeff. Ah. Today's shirt? Real cool. Yeah, real mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. He walked past me and I was reading the back of his shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that often. Mm-mm. There's a full <laughs> sentence on the back yeah. where it's like, okay, Strong. here we go. Mm-hmm. Would you say you're top five fashion guy in NFL's history?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely top five. Wow. Uh,
0: every day it's something new, oh, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it doesn't yeah.
3: repeat outfits, nope.
0: No, and it's like those, uh, no, never. you know, we see guys in the NFL and the NBA whenever they're doing their little walk-ins. Sure. Mm-hmm. Ooh, how you doing? How'd you dress today? Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, you know, cool. Ooh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of that. Ooh, uh-huh. I killed it today. That's how many times the NBA, a- 82 games and then do the playoffs, whatever. Mm-hmm. NFL, it's 17 regular season games yep. and now playoffs. Mm-hmm. So We're seeing these people like 25 times out of a 365-day year. Yeah. Okay. I, this motherfucker, I think, is a 365, we got a game, we are showing up, we are yeah. walking in type of dresser. And I yeah. want to let you know, I respect that type of commitment. You look cool every day. Yep. I
3: appreciate it. First, uh, first, uh, oppression is everything. You never know who's going to see me for the first time. Bingo. That's how we all Amen,
0: man, brother. Yeah. yeah, That's why we Amen. all dress That's up.
1: actually right. Yeah,
0: yeah that's... That's That's why the toxic table does what they do at Ty Schmidt and at Boston Connor. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to see you guys (laughs) for the first time next week, one week from today. I cannot wait for that con man. I cannot wait for somebody who watches ESPN regularly. They're like, okay, I got my, uh, I got my business station channel right here. I got my, my political station right here. Mm -hmm. I got my, my news station right here. (laughs) And I got my sports station right here Mm -hmm. And the sports one. This station for those people that have do that always ESPN. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Pretty wild. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty
0: pumped about you two getting introduced to those people.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, me
0: too. But they've seen me already. They hate me pretty. We've heard that. For now. We've heard the rumblings. (sighs) Game day. I've been on there a long time, bub. Yeah, but. I've been on on a lot of games. I've traveled a lot of miles with that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have. I've really fell in love with being on that show. And boy, there are still some people that just don't get it. I appreciate that. But there's going to be like that. But I think we're going to get introduced to a crowd of people that are going to. Maybe enjoy us yes. as well. Absolutely. Have we thought about life, what life becomes, though, next Thursday for everybody? Mm. You know, I, I think it is. I think it's going to be quite a game changer for us. And uh, in doing so, I don't think it's going to change us as humans, but I think lives are going to change a little bit about one week today on this particular stage. And I'm very excited to watch you boys blossom into not only, obviously, incredible Internet personalities. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I guess I don't want to give a speech again. So one half of the hammer, God, God boys, telling digs you as well.
2: Thank
1: you,
0: and everybody in the back. I am very excited to watch the learn, uh, the world learn of your guys' talents, yeah. legitimately, because there's a lot of people I I'd assume that have had no idea that some of the most talented brains in the yeah. sports media world are in this thunderdome. And I get attacked for a lot of things, and people come after me. And every single conversation I have, I say oh, it's not just me. Like I got a, we have fifteen. I have fifteen employees over here. Okay. And we are a team of dogs, and I can't wait for the world to get introduced to your guys' talent, legitimately. And we're one week away from that. Now, with that being said, heavy is the head, you know, gone man,
2: heavy Uh is the head, gone man. I've definitely thought about it, and we were just talking about this too. Like for us, it won't really change anything. Like everything's the same, but going online, seeing a lot of that stuff is going to be interesting. We've—it's a whole new life, honestly. Yeah, 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 It, it it really is. Genuinely, a whole
0: new life. Like last night, I was like. I, I mean, this conversation has happened a lot recently with where we've gotten. Very proud to be internet show. Hundred percent. Live on internet.
2: Yes, love the internet
0: show. Show only exists because of internet. Mm-hmm. But our internet existence has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, my yeah. internet existence oh, has yeah. changed a bit. And you start almost understanding, like whenever I would hear people talk about, you know, Twitter or whatever being, uh, oh, I don't like Twitter. It's so super negative. I'm like, stop being soft. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, stop, stop being soft. What are we? Twitter is the most important and powerful social media platform there is. Mm-hmm. Like, just get past it, do what you got to do. But this sports world that we have gotten introduced into, and I think we're about to get dropped into, is a very debate world, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody in that world mm-hmm. is a debate, debate, debate. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like if, you, if we feel away, way, these people think that we would like to go to war for our Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think they're like, mm, I'm
4: ready.
2: ready.
0: For sure. No way is this person right? And they're going, it's a little different tone on the internet these days in my world. I don't know what it is for you, Ty, but I'm pretty pumped to see how you hilariously handle it all because I think the world will enjoy it.
4: I think it's the, I mean, I think part of it too is because we've been doing it so long and granted like going on ESPN is going to be a completely different level but different crowds exactly Mm -hmm. different different crowds but I just look at like the different iterations of our show like when I first started like producing your podcast and stuff like that like people hate change so it's like this guy sucks he's not funny he's an asshole like I I don't want to listen to this guy so like you kind of you know you your skin gets a little bit thicker, or I guess you just learn to like. Oh, well, who who gives a fuck? Like this person wishes they could sit up here with you guys and do what I get to do every day. See, single that's the day. thing
0: though. Like everybody sounds jaded when they talk about it, but it's like real. Like you have to have the mentality, like fuck these people. Oh, for yeah. sure. And that's like not good. I don't like yeah. having that mentality, but oh. it is how you how you kind of have to be. But with that being said, let's talk about the positive side of it. Yeah, I assume you're going to be able to sell out theaters in about a year. <laughs> I
4: don't know about I, that. I, I but, think you're going to mm-hmm. be able to sell
0: out theaters yeah. in about a year. I think you're going to no. be able to. Yes. No, movie yeah. theater. This is going to happen. All right. Sell it a movie theater. Do what, uh, <laughs> yeah. what is the ACC? No, Oh, yeah. They're a- doing uh, ESPN
5: in general. John,
0: I think ESPN in general. ESPN yeah. is putting games on in movie theater. Yep. Yeah. So, old it, Let's move. I'm excited for the world to witness. Yeah, very excited. Yeah, sorry. One week out. Yeah, but let's go back in time. There were some people that predicted to death of movie theaters. I don't know if you're willing to turn your mic on. Mm-hmm. Nick Moraldo was dancing on the graves <laughs> yep. of movie
2: theaters. Oh yeah.
0: i so happy. Oh, I don't have to pay twenty. What? Yeah, thing. I know. I know Luke,
2: you love going to the theater so much as well.
0: Well, I, recently it was a terrible experience. The last <laughs> time I went, it was awful. But I enjoy. It's a to do. You're doing yeah, something. Event. You yeah. know, it's a do- it's a it's a thing to do. Yeah. So whenever you were just bashing, around, I'm like, yeah, look at this hater here. But now it feels like the movie theater industry is starting to blossom. I think they're, yeah. they're putting live football games in yep. there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be sweet. Can't wait yeah. to go watch that. With popcorn? Yeah. Primetime game? Yeah. Those yeah. Chicken gonna, tendies? Those, yeah. maybe. Uh-huh. those are
5: going to sell out.
2: What uh, about yeah. the recliner? Yeah, they got the recliner.
0: recliner yeah, don't have night. those at
5: home. All due respect, I would. That's the
2: last place I want to watch a fucking football. Yeah,
0: well,
5: yeah,
2: me too. But yeah. uh, what about the, the ones? But if you
4: want
0: to,
2: if the movie theaters, yeah. they think it's going to work. The, the ones game. where they bring you food and you just yeah. ring a button and they bring everything to you—that uh, would be awesome. That I mean, would
3: be awesome. Yeah, yeah if you're burning with your your son to something, it's cool. Sure. sure. Oh, well, somebody this that want to do that, they can't afford to go to the game, I guess. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's a moment. Boom. Yeah. They'll put a little merch shop outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sell yeah. yeah, maybe get some people to spill beers. There you Ooh. go. Tailgate you know? in the parking lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels that like guy. you're there. That's what it is. That's what we a- missed that entire thing. Let's let's talk about something that um, I won't miss when it's not a thing. hmm Okay? These Jonathan Taylor Indianapolis Colts situation. <laughs> <It> <laughs> <is>. continue <laughs> continuing to brew, isn't it? You yeah. know, yeah. and... Now that Jonathan Taylor has been placed on the PUP, he'll be missing the first four weeks of the season anyways. Okay, Remember, the PUP is for those who are physically unable to perform. And if you're put on that list, you get a certain amount of time you cannot participate, Mm -hmm. but then you're able to return to the team during the season. Yesterday, for the first time, I heard Chris Ballard, who's a pretty important part of this entire thing, uh, the general manager of the Colts, say he thinks relationships are repairable. Okay. So he would have the most amount of information. Now, he had some sauce in that press conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stephen Holder uh, asked him, well, you just said, like, great players have their own market. Why won't you pay Jonathan Taylor? And uh, Chris Ballard said, we won four games last year. Well said. And then said nothing else. Here's actually that entire clip that I'm (laughs) – pretty pumped that we just pulled up that quickly here's chris ballard being asked about why he won't pay jonathan taylor
6: the running market is what it is but look great players are what they are too
0: so i, I think that all works i think there's a great player
1: did that, well, why not
7: pay him we JT? won
8: four
4: games last year <laughs> we won four games <laughs>
0: he's talking to his kid. Yeah. Listen to this awesome. on the way out. Y'all loaded them
1: suckers up today, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, moment.
0: Now, I don't think Chris is speaking to uh, the media for a long time now. General yeah. managers are not required to speak to the media every single week. It's the coach that has to do that. Yeah. So, uh, Ballard knew he was going into one, and they asked him relentlessly about Jonathan Taylor. And there, towards the end, you finally got a chance to hear the Indianapolis Colts' reason on why they're choosing not to renegotiate with a guy who said two months before training camp started that he wants a brand new deal and to get paid, even though three months before training camp started, he said, I'm playing through the contract that I signed years ago. And you got a new culture that has been started. Sounds like the Colts are saying, Jonathan, have a little bit of self-awareness here. Yes. Please, okay? You had a bad year last year. You were hurt. Okay, you're still hurt, are you? Which might affect why people don't want to trade for you, even though we heard there was a lot of interest, even though Dolphins came out and said there was no offer. We yep. made no offer. So what was the actual interest? Will will we ever know? Probably not. But Jonathan Taylor, coming off his worst here, we're picking number four overall. I appreciate the fact that Chris Ballard has given some answers, at least. Because with some of these responses, we can catch why the Colts are doing what they're doing, but the response of him saying it's repairable, I think, is the biggest one in this. Mm -hmm. Because they have five weeks now, pretty much. Five Mm -hmm. weeks, if you think about, we're about a week and a half out, till when he'll be back. If he stays in shape, which we hope, he hasn't played football at all. Mm -hmm. He's been on the field, hoodie on, sunglasses on. Nobody wants to trade for him, unless the Colts are just not negotiating in good faith, which was a wild request asking for a teams number 2 wide receiver i got cooked for that by the dolphins fan i understand you don't want to trade him fuck we would we don't want we would like Jonathan Taylor to be on our team as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, like, if you're not going to give us a one or whatever you're mm-hmm. thinking about doing, right. a request for your number two wide receiver when you're getting a number one running back who everybody believes should be getting $17 million a year seemingly outside of Indianapolis, that is not a wild request. You sound ridiculous when you're attacking me. You say I sound bad. I will, <laughs> every time I read what you're saying, mm-hmm. you sound very bad with that. But obviously that request was not granted, which, by the way, just a request... Not that wild, but there, I don't think there was much interest. So, will Jonathan Taylor, there might have been interest in the Colts, we're just saying fuck you to everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll, if we find that out, but seemingly not enough interest to get him to get traded. So, if he has self awareness about that, about what is the most available to him right now, what is the move right now, what gets us past something. Maybe they will be able to get back in yeah. good graces. Maybe he'll be back as an Indianapolis Colt. And maybe he'll have 200 yards in the first game and all the Indianapolis Colts fans will completely forget about this entire fuckery of a thing. With that being said, think he's going to have to fire that agent yeah. if, uh, mm-hmm, if that is the case. If he doesn't understand what the situation is, he should think about that entire. And we started looking through the roster of who this agent reps. And although he is an accomplished mixed martial artist, agent, and... Mm-hmm um r- professional wrestling agent yep and he does have NFL players absolutely other than Shaq Leonard the artist formerly known as Darius Leonard of the Indianapolis Colts he's not really an NFL agent you no. know he has people but it's not like no. uh, jonathan taylor was in mvp discussions right. two two the years faith. ago so you're putting a lot of faith in somebody who might be the greatest agent of all time in the NFL when it's all said and done i have no idea we don't know what's going to happen in the future with this guy but he's putting a lot of faith into somebody who hasn't had that much success in the NFL, in the way the NFL does business, and then with the situation. So I think it's good that they said it's repairable, but there's going to have to be some things that take place. And if they do, I think we're right back on track. Jonathan Taylor's in the backfield with Anthony Richardson. And all of a sudden, our Super Bowl odds are going to change immensely because those two horses taking over. Sorry, those two Colts.
2: The well, yeah. actual ponies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: When they come stampeding into your yard, they're all over the place. That's what I think could happen now with what I heard yesterday, although he was a bit saucy with his answers, Pac-Man Jones.
3: But I do think this is repairable, but if he loves football, he'll be back and playing after four weeks. Now, like, you got to understand, all right, I could push it to the limit and try to get paid, but at the end of the day, if it's not going to happen, I need to play this year in order to get paid next year. So – I think um I think it's repairable. I don't think he's gonna leave the coast. I told you that earlier. Like I don't think he's going nowhere. He's either gonna play or he's gonna sit out the whole year. I don't think they are trading him. No way this year.
0: I so the interesting thing about that was we asked Rappaport and Schefter mm-hmm. about the interest in Jonathan Taylor because yeah. if you think about the timing in the NFL counter and we say this on a regular basis, but it's just like the facts and it turns out to be exactly how it happened on yeah. this, but in the calendar year that it happened with training camp and everything taking place, like, it was a bad business move. Like, I, I think it was not a good business move to do this. Brutal. OTAs do it. Mm-hmm. Sure. People got money still. People still have things going on. I think he missed the window, but then whenever he took his shot, it's like, all right, if he ends up getting paid, this will this is a good shot. Yeah, yeah. Worth it. It's a results-oriented business here. It ends up not working out. Like, I think this was a bad move, yes. but Rappaport, Schefter, Basically, every media outlet, were telling him, no, it's a good move. A lot of interest. They was wrong. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how this was all so misconjecture. Nah. Misconstrued. Mis- 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 there yeah. it is. There's the fucking oh. word right there. <laughs> Can't wait for that to be on ESPN. <laughs> but, like, I don't know how it was. Like, how do we get so many different things? Unless it was one person telling yeah. all those insiders be and bad. all those newsmakers.
3: The agent. Mm-hmm.
0: No, is that Mm, what you're saying? That would make a lot of sense. That would Mm. make a lot of sense. Unless it's just the Colts weren't negotiating in good faith, or what we were being told is not an accurate thing, even though sometimes that's how the game goes. Well,
2: and the good faith thing, that makes no sense. Like, we're talking about Chris Ballard, who's arguably one of the better drafters in the entire NFL when it comes to being a GM. So if it was, okay, you're going to get four picks, like the McCaffrey deal where they brought up... got. Now there
0: will be people that will say to you, we had a number 4 overall pick.
2: Absolutely, yeah. But, I mean, that has a lot to do with the performance, which you can also then just go right back to the fact that, so why would he not want to trade somebody for all four of those picks if they had the fourth overall pick because they were that bad? My favorite part is... Chris Ballard having to explain to people that when you're not good at your job, you don't get paid and things happen. Thank you for saying that. That's typically how the world works. And I know everyone should have a job and everyone should be able to play in the NFL. But that's just not a reality. And you mentioned the timing aspect of it. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, let's say the Eagles, like if DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny both get hurt in the first six weeks of the season, I assume that they're going to say, okay, we'll back up and – give them a first-round first pick for Jonathan Taylor because if we get him, we probably will go on and win the Super Bowl. So, I don't know, Those Shane Steichen good.
0: over here, good relationship with the Philadelphia yeah. mm-hmm. I I legitimately wonder if they'd be like, do we want? True. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Is, right. this, is this what? Yeah. Because this is now, and there has been plenty of occasions where teams have said, especially in modern history here, like last five, ten years, where teams go, just because he didn't get along with that crew – doesn't mean he won't get along with us over here, right. you know? And I think that could be said even about us with companies. Sure, so uh, yeah. we do appreciate mm-hmm. that. But I do wonder how teams will take into account this whole thing happening, the way it happened, when it happened, if that will affect any future ah. businesses, and if anybody gave a shit at all. I,
3: I, don't, I don't know if that will affect future business because he had a good rapport with the coaches that were here. I don't think him not showing up, not being here now will affect him from going somewhere else.
1: Yeah,
0: I got you. They, might you just, they say, like, Jonathan Taylor just doesn't, just didn't want to be there. So yeah, this, yeah. One, he had, this was a play. In, this yeah. was a play that he had to make business-wise. He's not going to do that here because he's going to want to be here. But, I respect that. I respect
5: in that. In the locker room, like, are you guys used to this? Like, he gets paid, he comes back in the locker room,
0: nothing, don't we worry yeah, about it. Yeah, nobody gets paid. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: As long as he come back, shit, we have.
0: Yeah, if he got his money, he comes yeah. back, good. Cool. If he doesn't get his money, he comes back, there's going to be a couple. Oh! oh. The yeah. First, day. So first You know, there's going to be a lot of that in practice. But it's a whole new culture, too. Yeah. That's the thing that is really, like last year, Gus Bradley comes in, D coordinator. Okay, Darius Leonard, the year before, like by far best player we had on defense. He gets hurt. So he misses like the first whatever of Mm -hmm. Gus Bradley's regime with Mm -hmm. the defense. So it's almost like Darius is watching, Shaq is watching a defense get created that he used to lead, but he's not a part of. And then whenever he came back, it was a tough thing because where in the hierarchy are you in the coach's eyes? Where's the plays? How are they going? And I'm not saying that when Shaq Leonard came back, he's not the guy, but he was even talking like yeah, – he said as much. Yeah, he said, I'm not the guy. He said, here's the guy in this defense. This is a new defense and everything like that. And I, I would assume that Jonathan Taylor's confidence is going to be unrattable. But with this offense kind of developing right now, right in front of his eyes with him holding out – and they're going to, if it's obviously going to go at least four weeks into the season, if there's success in that thing, and then you Mm. drop them in and then Shane Sykin's like, Hey, this is just the role you need to play here. Right. And this offense is now built around Anthony Richardson, Mm -hmm. as opposed to being built around Jonathan Taylor in the run game and in the backfield. That's a whole nother interesting, like human element here that could come into play that we just assume will get settled if they figure out a money or a reality situation that pops into Jonathan Taylor.
4: Yeah. At the end of the day, like he's going to have to make concessions like that. That's basically what it comes down to. Like, hey, we gave you your opportunity here. Like, no one gave us fair trade compensation that we were okay with getting rid of you. Like, Unless, unless that's not real. Unless that's not real. And I guess it is possible that, you know, he comes off PUP and has a, a good game or whatever and then still gets traded before October 31st or whenever the trade deadline is. But, like, th- if he's going to play for the Colts this year, like, he has to make concessions. He has to change something. He can't keep doing what he's doing. Like, It's already been proven. Like, hey, guess what? Like, There's a a line was drawn in the sand. You didn't get what you wanted, but we're not just going to crumble now because everything kind of went to shit.
0: What if he comes back with a press conference too and he just completely lays it out? Yeah. Really misread the whole situation. (laughs) Took my shot. Had had to do it. I apologize. Had you know, it was just one of those things. I thought it was going to go well. It did not. Here we are. Excited to be back. Yeah, it ain't
3: personal. was just business. Excited to be back. Yeah,
0: excited to be back. Let's move along. Like I'm thinking, PR wise now, how? this thing works because that's a whole nother animal because the noise always comes from the outside. But yeah. once that noise creeps in, which it does everywhere pretty much that can start dividing everything. And it's like, what will be said about Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. when he comes back and the Colts and well, behind the sources are saying sources are saying like all the anonymous shit that could potentially, I just hope they figure it out. And when they do, Conti's going to have to be a big part of this. Yeah. yeah. Hey, good luck Conti. Yeah. Go get him. Good Chris. Conti's head PR guy for the Colts. His name's Matt.
2: Not oh, Chris. Some people call him Chris Canty. Nope. <laughs> I've heard it before. No, that, that's only come out of your mouth, so you heard that in your voice. No, no, people were whispering behind me. I was like, oh, okay. So that was also
0: fine. your voice. No, no. Yeah, that was also no, yours. No, 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 So from the Jonathan Taylor situation, which is, eh, yeah,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah, 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 big time. I don't, I don't like I watching. I'm, like bout should sick. be
0: happy putting the team together yeah. right now. Yeah, Should be right. celebrating the Excited. season coming up. Yeah. Anthony Richardson appears to be a guy. Mm-hmm. Al yeah. Pierce is making plays. Should be and instead he's, we won four games. Okay, four games. He he doubled down. Yeah, like he rethought. Like mm-hmm. yeah, we were shit. Holy shit, last year nobody done. deserved it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no me no like. I should have. I mean, what are we even talking about? That's a, he shouldn't be like that. He should be happy. Yes. He should be like the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, yeah. The Baltimore Ravens right now, they get that Lamar deal done. Mm-hmm. They bring in OBJ, mm-hmm. which is a massive signing.
3: They won more than four games.
0: They definitely won more <laughs> than four games. Playoff team. They also have Zay Flowers on his team, which yeah. is immediately a lightning rod on the field. And from what I'm watching, a lightning rod behind the scenes. Yesterday, a video surfaced where it was name, school, Signing bonus, mm-hmm. and all eyes are on Zay Flowers, and he goes, Zay Flowers, Boston College, seven million, and then you oh, see God. Odell Beckham, whoa. <laughs> everybody going crazy in the entire room. And that video was released and we posted it because it's a beautiful thing because what you see right there is a rookie who is clearly beloved by his teammates. Clearly. The way they reacted whenever he said what he said there, you can tell there's a lot of respect, especially Odell Beckham Jr., who is in the same wide receiver room with him. What a perfect environment for a guy who's a playmaker. Yeah, And there was a teammate going, let me hold some. Let me hold (laughs) some with a hat underneath him. It's like you could tell that that team's bonding. that's a rookie who got drafted hot. They're bonding very close, yeah. and then once again, last night we find we see another video Man. right off of Lamar Jackson's Instagram story, and this is Zay Flowers guy. Zay Flowers is loved. By this fucking Baltimore Ravens team, and when you watch this video, we won't be able to play it because Kodak Black would certainly give us a copyright (laughs) strike. Like banger of a song, by the way. I guess that is literally the entire South Florida anthem. It sounds like because as Zay Flowers comes into you, yeah, as he comes in here, I don't know if this was a rookie show or not. I don't know what this event was. I have no idea. They got chandeliers in there. Maybe it's just I have no clue where they are here. (laughs) But I love the fact that you can see exactly who all is from South Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are the ones that are surrounding him by the end of this, rapping the entire song lyric for lyric with Zay. This is the type of video you see. Saw with the Eagles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a hold on wait a minute. It, it was right before the NFC championship mm-hmm. game. Yes. The video hit the internet that this is what the team meeting looks like. And there was offensive line coaches in the whole room dancing. It's like, oh, that team's gonna win right there. That is a team that is together. That's a team that is loose. That team likes each other, it appears. That is a weapon. If you have the talent and you like each other, I feel like you're gonna play harder and better. That's what I'm seeing on this fucking Ravens team. Yeah. Every video that surfaces from them, we need to start talking more about the Baltimore Ravens. Nobody's chatting about the Baltimore. Who are we talking about? Cincinnati Bengals. Joey Burr is back in practice. Here we go. Smell me. Mm -hmm. He's back. Joey fucking Burr is back. Let's talk about the Bengals. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. They look a yeah, lot better. Nobody's talking about the Baltimore Ravens right yeah, now. No. I see these videos. I get very excited about the Baltimore Ravens and what their season could look like. Adam man Jones.
3: Well, We know, we know they're going to be a good team. We know they're they going to make the playoffs. We know they're going to be in the hunt. Um, the question with Baltimore is, can they stay healthy? Um, if they stay healthy, we'll be talking about them late in December, early January. Uh, hopefully not February, but um yeah they could yeah, so be that's a the really sure. really good team that's the bias of this
0: program yeah you know what i mean because we got that and then we got this right here mm-hmm. tone are you not scared to death after seeing that those boys are tight i would be well, that is tight. a very look look at chris ballard how he's talking yeah, yeah not happy we want four on <laughs> four games bro fucking get off my at. fuck these people walks off yeah <laughs> And then you got Lamar Jackson, starting quarterback, Kai Spade Guy in the league, on his Instagram story mm-hmm. with the entire team. Except for some watts that have never heard yeah, that. A couple yeah, fire. Fire. There's some watts. Yeah, it's it's like Everybody was into it. There was a lot of watts that did not mm-hmm. fully understand, but at the end, standing up. I don't know what you're saying, what you're singing, but <laughs> goddamn, I love
1: that. fucking love it. <laughs> there's a lot of that.
0: Yeah, you know, there was a lot of that. And that takes place in a lot of these rookie shows. There'll be some like um, some some big, big fat white on the offensive line will come out. Yeah, Power okay. bomb. Okay, What? yeah. And he'll go, I should have been a <laughs> cowboy. And you'll hear all the other whites mm-hmm. that understand. Sure. that They start singing along. You know what I mean? And then at the end, like, you'll get the guys that have never heard that song before go, all right.
2: That was good. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> should have been one. Yeah, yep. fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> good hey, tune. Me too. Fuck. What, what are you, light ranching or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then there will come those situations. Well, you know, where a rap song will start and – uh all of a sudden, you'll hear like two, three people and then literally the entire mm-hmm. team meeting standing, except for like some really country fat white <laughs> just sitting there. I don't know. I want to be a part of it. I can't. Those types of moments are huge for team camaraderie. Those types of moments are huge for everything that you need to be successful in yeah. the league. I think people talk about the college atmosphere where it's like, those are your brothers. You go from boys to men together. You have mm-hmm. to live in the same places. You. You, you sweat and bleed a little bit more in those college workouts and in the summer and everything like that. That's a tight group. If you could bottle that, this is the last time. Once you go professional, you don't get the same. Or if you could bottle it, it's like it is hard. With transactions, we just had Tuesday over a thousand people were cut. You don't keep people around for four years. And now And College, we'll see what it's like anyways because yeah. I'm trying to for college game day this weekend, I'm trying to go through every single quarterback that transferred. Yep. There's like 20 quarterbacks at a new home or whatever. Oh, wow. Now, granted, you're trying to get that, but that type of tightness mm-hmm. doesn't always happen in professional sports. So whenever you see it, I think we got to respect the uh, the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think the Ravens got it right now. Not that the Steelers don't. No, no, no. They no. were all chugging beers at all these concerts yep. together. Mm-hmm. I love seeing that type of
5: stuff. There, Yeah, there are. I think there's a lot of teams in the AFC who are good and also tight. And the Ravens, I feel like, because obviously you've followed them close over the years being the rival, uh, I feel like they always are tight except for last year potentially because of the contract thing was going on. it. But that's now that that's all figured out, they have no reason not to be tight at all. And, yeah, I think they're going to be better because I think Monken's better, and I think the offense is going to be different than what it is. Um, but, I mean, unless that video can help Lamar throw a deep ball. All right. All right. All right. Tony. Don't need to
0: hear. Tony. Join us now, ladies and gentlemen. Is a man who's a Super Bowl champion, okay? A legend in the NFL, but before that, played in the CFL. Ooh.
1: Okay.
0: Learned that today while I was doing yeah. a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. He's obviously an incredible TV personality. His golf game, huh? Stupendous. So kiss. Yeah. Former Heisman with, ladies
6: and gentlemen, Joe
2: Theismann.
1: Yeah. Oh. Hey, how are
2: you?
6: Joe, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. And, and first thing I got to ask you, how's your golf game? Terrible, Joe. <laughs> we spent some time in the range together out of Lake Tahoe. Joe,
0: I want to let you know. My game fucking stinks.
1: Joe. I Joe,
0: I I, I I can't the game is impossible. It is a you gave me a great tip, didn't you, Evan? Remember Evan was standing right there? Oh yeah. Joe, you Joe Pat, yeah. you need to slow down. Like I'm like, all right, thank I'll listen. You're fucking Joe I, I will I will listen to that. And I hit like three good ones. You remember Joe? I had three good balls there. Yep.
6: You really did. Yeah. Absolutely. So then it i went
0: good. Then I went on a course and I hit a hundred bad ones. <laughs> uh, you know, so it was a tough day. It didn't, hey, transfer. you're not alone. Okay. Yeah. But you're a player. You're it a player, happens right? All
9: the time.
6: Do you play a lot still? I love it. Yeah. You good? Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm a, i am i am I really love the game. I love everything about it. And as much of a head game as it is, it's uh, a physical game too, but it gives me a chance to get out and uh, really test myself. I mean, you have nobody to blame, Well, you can blame your caddy and, uh, That's always somebody you can yell at, but normally it's, it's all on you.
0: Yeah. I love that type of feeling. And I I think the more I learned about you today, I didn't know you were a punt returner. Did you know this guy was a punt returner? What You were a punt
6: returner. I had no idea that was the case. So I would have started in college doing it. My first seven games in college as a sophomore, I returned punts. And then when I joined the NFL, the first two years, I was a punt returner. (laughs) So then you get the starting job and you just
0: go on to be dominant, win a Super Bowl champion and become a a legend of the NFL. Is that how that worked out? Were you a quarterback while in college or were you just a punt returner? I assume you had Oh no, I was
6: I I had a I have a few records at the University of Notre Dame. I think our record <laughs> our record uh, was like 23 23 one, uh, 2 and 1 or 2 and 2 or something like that. We had a pretty good run there, Pat, Pretty good run. Yeah, I'd say.
0: I'm in Indiana too. They're back too, this year with Sam Hartman. <laughs> yep. They're back here with Sam Hartman. Oh yeah,
6: Sam's good. Hey, Sam is good. He's Sam, a player. Sam's legit. He's a player. This is big, I, I think Marcus Freeman's got a, think got a guy.
0: I think they got a guy. I think they got a team right now. I think like legit.
6: Oh Let's yeah. Oh yeah. I think, and you know, this, but this, we, we, I think Texas Southern, I think we have this week last year, we lost to Marshall, which we really shouldn't have all well, respect to everybody. But, um, the <laughs> fact of the matter is these are the games that you have to go out and dominate. I mean, that's the bottom line. You have to dominate them. What was your, uh,
0: you, one of those guys, Uber competitive still to this day. Is that, you think that was one of your edges? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah.
6: I'm a competition junkie. You know, if you and I are, Hey, you and I are at a light together. You're in one car. <laughs> I'm in the other car. We're the first two cars. It's on. <laughs> it's on. What are you driving? I'm gonna beat you off the line. You, it's like being it's like being at a, in a drag race. You know, you you you're, you check the other lights on the other side to see if it's gone to orange, and then you anticipate it going to green, and then here we go. Yeah, and uh, pop- yeah, I absolutely, absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, you got to pop that clutch a little bit there. So you're not on your phone at the red light either. I think that is a, quite an advantage <laughs> in modern day. Is like if the person yes. next to you is on their phone, it's almost like all right. Let's not interrupt this person Mm -hmm. here. We are off and running. I also get a kick out of, like, picking which horse is the right one. You know, when I'm pulling up, let's say there's two lanes, and you got two cars up there. Picking and judging the car that is going to be the one that isn't distracted and the one that's going to get off the line. Fun little game. Get real excited (laughs) when I pick the right fucking lane, too, Joe. I'm going to let you know that
6: i know what you mean <laughs> all right, Amen.
0: All right let's start talking about some things that are very relevant to your world uh the washington football team the washington commanders the right. not going to say it even though there's a massive petition to bring it back although now we're hearing that that potentially isn't legit who knows what do you think the future looks like do you think they have a new team name and how quickly does that happen and how does it look you think joe
6: well, the process is is it would have to be submitted to the league and nothing would happen probably within a year, possibly two, uh, when it comes to a new name. I think they want to move towards a new name and sort of put everything about the Washington Commanders, the Washington football team, in the rearview mirror and move forward. I think Josh Harris and his group have done a terrific job of creating an environment uh, that's really very positive. What you hear a lot now is people talking about the football team. Over the past couple of years, there's been more conversation about what's taking place off the field or away from the field than it has been on the field. So to me, I think what we see is something very, very positive going on. And, you know, you you look at the you look at our running backs, you look at our wide receivers, you look at the defensive line. They're they're inside the top eight or nine in the league. Uh, the big question is, you know. What's Sam going to be able to do? And he he acquitted himself, I thought, pretty darn well through the preseason. And now it's just a question of can you carry that through over a 17-game schedule? And I'll tell you, Pat, 17 games is a lot of football. You watch these guys transition from the collegiate level into the professional level. They hit about week 12, and it's like hitting a wall. But, yet you still have a lot of the season left. So there is a big transition for him.
0: Yeah, you hit that rookie wall, and then it's like a tunnel, and then you get to, like, week 16, week 17. It's like, oh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel there. But it is a tough part of the season for people, emotionally, mentally, energy, everything, in a very important time. The commanders are looking to play important football, obviously, in that stretch. I think what Sam Howe has done is remarkable. But that NFC East, bud. It's loaded, right? I mean, just a few years back, it was absolute crop, just crop. Everybody in
6: there, like seven years ago. Yeah. What's that? A year ago. A year ago. A year ago, everybody was saying, oh, geez, NFC East, you know, Cowboys are dominant ones. Then all of a sudden, the Eagles come up. The Giants play well. And had it not been for, for, you know, conceivably a call by an official in the second Giant game, Washington could have made the playoffs as well. So you'd have all four teams in that division going. But if you look around at the divisions, Pat, it's really interesting. You know, the AFC East, that's a loaded one. Loaded. The uh, AFC North is a loaded one. Yeah. The NFC East is loaded. Don't count. Listen, the team that I'm with. Don't count Seattle out in the West. Um, don't don't sleep on you Seattle. You like Pete? Out you like, like Pete? Huh? Pino. You like Pete Carroll? I, I like I like what Pete's done. Pete has reloaded, and Geno is recharged. You know, people don't realize Geno Smith had the the best completion percentage in football a year ago, seventy percent. And, and I, I think they got, they, actually, they got better. So you still, you know, San Francisco, you're still wondering what's going on. And and so, you know, you oh, look, Joe, you look Joe, at the. Uh, oh, let's talk that about division. that.
0: Let's talk about that because Jimmy G just came out uh, from Sports yeah. Illustrated with Robin Lundberg, I do believe, and was asked pretty much about the Trey Lance situation mm-hmm. in San Francisco. This is what he had to say. Now, Jimmy G and San Francisco had a lot of success together whenever he was playing. You don't, this is how he spoke about the Niners when asked about it by Robin Lundberg.
7: What did you make of the, the Trey Lance trade to Dallas? Weird situation. Been a lot of weird situations over there in San Francisco, just to leave it at that. But, uh, you know, I'm happy Trey got another shot, man. How do you think San Francisco's handled those quarterback situations? How do you think they've handled them? <laughs> I think it's been messy. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to put it.
0: Interesting, Good. right? So, like, what is happening behind closed doors? And then is not a training camp right mm-hmm. now. I love that team because I like watching them yeah. play football. But you saying you wonder what's going on over there, I think a lot of people are kind of starting to do that. Joe, what do you think it is?
6: Well, I, you know, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy – Jimmy's uh, headed for Washington, D.C. as a politician after that interview. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> throw, the, throw the question back to the person asking the question. Well, what do you think? Um, I think the instability at the quarterback position creates major issues everywhere. We've had it in Washington for a number of years. Now, San Francisco, you've had different people play. The, the Trey Lance deal, when it was made, I was I was wondering about it and scratching my head initially. And uh, then, of course, Jimmy had a chance to play. Brock's come in and played well. I mean, you've had different people play over periods of time, but you don't have any consistency like, say, you have in Green Bay or you had in San Francisco before. We just haven't seen that in a lot of places. Good transition in Kansas City with Alex going to Patrick. And, and so if you don't have that consistency, if you don't have that guy behind center being able to play and practice, and that's really important, Pat, you have to be able to practice to get better to play. You have to be able to play to learn what you need to do. And and that's been, I think, a problem with it. Yeah, listen, we both know it. You can't win at any level without a quarterback.
0: Yeah, that's why. Can't. $230 million, 200. Joe, you see these deals. Don't, I know you do. Don't, you don't bring
6: that don't, don't bring that up. Don't, that up. don't, don't mention numbers. I don't please. want to talk about it. Please. Joe, we're talking 200 <laughs> some million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm
2: Joe, 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 we're talking
9: 200 some, it's only numbers. Hey, that's only
0: going this hey. way, too, Joe.
6: Just only going this way. I know. Oh. Hey, 19, 1984. 1984, fourth highest paid player in the National Football League. I was at a million dollars a year.
0: A millionaire kid hey, out of New
6: Jersey. It's funny. It's it's amazing. It's amazing how things have changed. And you know what? I don't begrudge these guys one penny. Get everything you can get. It's a short-lived career. Yeah. It's an opportunity to be you know be able to do the thing you dreamt about as a kid. And uh, the numbers are there if you can get somebody to pay you. Good for you.
0: Hey, and also on the flip side, we would all like to say thank you to guys like you and others that laid the framework and the groundwork for this league that is the most successful in the entire world. So thank you, Joe.
1: Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, you, guys. Thank Thank you, Joe. Joe.
0: Thank you, Joe. Joe. That's a real thing. I know it gets said by a lot of people, especially whenever they're talking about, like, lifelong and health insurance and other stuff. Like, we appreciate what those guys did for us. Now also... I can figure it out. You know, like that is, it's kind of like two sides of a coin. But I know every player that I've talked to is very appreciative of everything you guys had to go through and what you did to get us to where we are. So we're very grateful. Speaking of, one of the things that you had to go through that nobody else went through, and obviously every conversation you've ever had has probably came back to this one play, which sucks, I would assume, because of how fucking great you were in the NFL. But that play where you, you know, the, you know,
6: the end, yeah, yeah, that sucks. I guess you could call it the end. You know, it's interesting about that night, uh, Pat, because um, the success that I enjoyed in the National Football League as a part of the Washington "quote unquote" Redskins uh, was really was really special. I mean, to be an MVP, to win a Super Bowl, you know, to be in the salary category I was at that time—all those things were wonderful. But I really started uh, really believing my own headlines. I, uh-huh. I. I started thinking I was really, really good. Um, And it changed me as a person, I believe. And what that night did, that was divine intervention in my mind. I was headed down a path where my ego was getting the best of me. I thought I was really special. I thought I was the guy. I thought I was the one that they couldn't be without. And then obviously found out things differently. But, you know, you get caught up in that world. And we've seen so many athletes have that happen. And I was one of them. And then after the evening, after I got hurt, um, it gave me a chance to be introspective and look at my life and look at the person I became and was becoming as opposed to the person that I wanted to be. I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to do things. I want to be able to help other people achieve success. I get the greatest joy out of working with young quarterbacks today, whether it's high school or college, it doesn't matter. And watch them succeed. And the look on their face is priceless. It's, 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 it's like opening, you know, a, a big, big Christmas present. They get so excited about the fact that they've discovered something that may be able to help them. That's my joy in life now is to be able to help other people enjoy the success that I had and to be able to play for coach Gibbs and coach Walton and, and you know, coach Allen. Uh, I'm telling him it was just a uh, Jack party. was the one that gave me my chance to play in 78. He made me the starter after uh, George got fired. So I have a lot of people to thank. And at one point in my life, I thought it was all about me. And you know what, Pat? The bottom line is we're not on this earth to be served. We're here to be able to serve others. And and you see this in the way quarterbacks work with one another. Yes, it's a very competitive position, but a lot of guys are able to help the other person. And then I say this to any young quarterback out there, watch what the other guy is doing and doing well. That's how you learn. Don't ask for a verbal description, but observe.
0: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you said a lot there. and I want to mm-hmm. let you know that was fucking very cool to hear. Yeah. You know, not a lot of people. <laughs> that was, too. that was really cool to hear. Like, cause I think I didn't know that about you. I obviously, I assume there are people who have told you at different times of your life, maybe that you're being an asshole or whatever. So here as a human later, realizing, looking back, changing, growing, chasing fulfillment is what it sounds like you've focused on as opposed to anything else. That's a cool thing for people to hear, bro. A lot of people just don't change. You know that a lot of people just an asshole. They just keep going.
6: Well, it, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to look in a mirror and be flat out honest. And, and you know what? It, it, it's, it's what I appreciate about you oh, is it, there's there's no facade. Well, if anybody wants to know Pat McAfee is all you need to do is watch. And all you need to do is listen, you're, you're out front, you're right there. And, you know, sometimes honesty just scares the living daylights out of people, especially when it's about themselves. <laughs> you know, you, you, it's, it's much easier to hide and go, Oh, that's not, that's not me. Well, if you face it, it's a little bit easier. It It's not easy to deal with, but down the road, it becomes a better situation.
0: Yeah. If you're always being yourself, you won't get caught. You know, I think that's one thing that I like, um, you kind of see with a lot of people. Now I had to get, I don't know, I was at, I wasn't comfortable with being me for a long time. And then you get like down to the bottom of the bottom and everybody turns on you, not everybody, but a lot of people turn on you yeah. and start bearing you and tell you that you're a piece of shit. Like when I got in trouble or whatever, uh, it's like, that's a time where you really got to do the same thing you do. And then you just own it. And that's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Theism.
1: Yeah. the, uh, but so you
0: just own it. And I appreciate you saying that though. That's a big deal, man. You should be very proud of yourself. Honestly, you should
6: yeah, be. I- I appreciate that. Thanks, Pat.
0: Hey, no problem. You said something about sometimes you got to look in the mirror. I try not to do that
6: mm-hmm. <laughs> as much hey, as possible. Hey, with those guns, I'd look in the mirror every morning. Hey, they're coming together. I I do, I do catch a hey, reflection. They really are.
0: I catch a reflection every once in a while, Joe. You know what
6: I mean? I'm like, whoa, okay, good. Yeah. We're in there. Though. They really are. I appreciate. They the really guy. are. But, no, that. now we get to side view. Now we get to see the full yeah, depth. Yeah, <laughs> out, what's that? What's going on? Nothing. What are we doing? Uh,
0: I enjoy it, bro. It's nice to be retired, and not getting tested. You know, there's some different vitamins I got running through my body right now that seem to be working. Yeah, uh, seems to be working. But you know, those shit don't work
3: if you don't get in there. If you don't work, you got to put mm-hmm. the work in.
0: i've it in there, Joe? Hey, every morning, yeah. every morning's arm day.
3: Oh yeah. Every,
0: when you wear tank tops every day, it's easy. What do you need to work on? Well, the only thing anybody's gonna see was that <laughs> your arms. So I'm just doing arms every day. What you stay? You golf.
6: Your fitness routine these days? I, I keep, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm about three days a week now. I try to. I'm back. I worked out this morning. Got some cardio in this morning. A little bit of weights. I'll take a day off. I'll probably hit some golf, balls later today. Uh, do some stretching. Stretching's a big thing for me. I mean, I've I've never been flexible, and stretching is to me the key to longevity in anything. Being able to be flexible, being able to move. You know, motion is lotion when it comes to joints and being able to stretch out, I think is so important. And I am horrible at it. I'm not as consistent as I should be. And you know, the older I get, the more I try and stretch, the the less I can, the less, less flexible I become.
0: Well, that seems to be like my golf game. You know, the more I do, the worse I get, but the whole,
6: uh, how old are you? How old are you, Joe? I'll, uh, on September 9th, I'll turn 74. Wow oh
0: well, happy birthday
6: yeah, yeah. happy Thank birthday joe actually my oldest my oldest son joe same birthday
0: okay. Plan yeah. that obviously you plan that yeah just let me go ahead yeah and get ahead of this uh, yeah I was, it was
6: it was all it was all mapped out a long time ago <laughs> yeah, 40
0: weeks is about the yeah. let's go ahead and get this whole thing figured out the boys have some questions for you if that's okay sure you look wonderful i yes. mean yeah. you yeah. look very good As, i'm not going to live that long but if i do <laughs> Jeez, could you imagine? Yeah. Look at the skin. Definitely. I'm in You got to be low. I mean, the the routine. Yeah. And then look at the fucking hair. We still got good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Great Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. You're doing it, Joe. You should be
4: Thank pumped. You. Hell yeah! Happy birthday, dude. Ty's got a question for you, Joe. Going back to Notre Dame, just curious. Um, like when you look at kind of the. The way Notre Dame has progressed since, like you were there, and you know Montana was there, and, and guys like that, and then the success Lou Holtz had when they won the national championship, and then there was a little bit of a lull, kind of until you know Brady Quinn, and then same deal, you know Jimmy Clausen was there, and he was supposed to be the next guy. But do you think the expectations and the pressure and just kind of like the star power from you know Hall of Famers and guys like you in Montana while at Notre Dame has kind of caused a lot of guys to crumble um, that that maybe couldn't live up to like the hype and the legacy of the school and all that kind of stuff. And obviously Sam Hartman looks good, but do you think Notre Dame is kind of in a position now where they're back to, to be in the blue blood that they've always been and not just kind of the name?
6: I think so. I, I don't necessarily think it, you know, not knowing, you know, having talked to some of the young guys that have come in, you know, they make the decision to go to Notre Dame, knowing full well what the legacy is what the reputation is what the history is of the university and its football program. So they understand what they're stepping into. The question is, do you have the talent level? Is there consistency in the coaching staff to be able to get the best out of the players there? Uh, Tommy Reese now is our offensive coordinator. Tommy's down at Alabama. And Tommy really worked the ball to the tight ends a lot. You know, Jared Parker's there there now. Gerald Parker's there now. He's He coached the wide receiver position, and we see the wide receivers. We saw him against Navy jump up. So you have different philosophies and different concepts. And Sam's really – You know, a big quarterback, a tall quarterback, has mobility, has a great arm. You know, the guys, Ian Book and others, weren't as big. They weren't as strong. And, again, so much of what we do in the National Football League, as well as the collegiate levels, what's the system that you play in and what do they emphasize? Tommy likes to run the football. Tommy liked to run the football. And we've had a lot of guys have a lot of success that way. We got the ball to the tight end. But as far as, the, uh, as far as the wide receivers go, they weren't as big a part of the offense as I think we're going to see them going forward. So it, I don't think the kids worry about the reputation of the University of Notre Dame. They're proud to be there. We're proud to have them. And it's just the talent level around them so much that determines. I've always said this. The quarterback position is the single most dependent position on the field. We really stop and think about it. Jim Kelly would have had a, a Super Bowl ring had somebody made a kick. Wow.
0: You're right though. You're right. Sure. I mean, Jim, who I love, love Jim. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Respect the hell out of Jim. Great guy. I mean, you win by forty, you don't have to make kick.
1: That's
6: so, true. You know what I mean? That's That's you know it. what I mean? You don't cover. Yeah. Right now you have to talk about my covering. Hey, you get into that at all, Joe? You get into gambling at all? No, no I don't. You know, I, you know, my wife and I'll talk about it, and you know, I'll bet a buck with my, you know, with a buddy of mine on something. I just. You know, I, little. it's so unpredictable. And to be honest with you, you get to enjoy it more when you don't have so much online, you're not going crazy
1: sure.
6: trying when somebody's driving down the field to try and cover. I, I know all the, the jargon. I know what's going on when you're driving down, somebody's driving down the field and they're about to do a, you know, uh, cover. It's like, Oh no, a backdoor cover. Uh, yeah, there it we just go. breaks your heart and it ruins, it ruins the day. And then all of a sudden, the worst thing is you start chasing. Yeah, got to get back now. Got to get back. Yeah, now. Gotta get back yeah you know, you've got to win the first one or two, or else you're going to chase, and it's going to be a long, long weekend.
0: So the sports books have regulations on it to save people from themselves, but there are certainly people losing money still. And uh, I think as it continues to go on in last year, Joe, we want one for I think eighteen or so. yeah, one oh, for 20
2: because we did multiple. It was oh, un- it
0: was so bad. We were picking like. Okay. This is an actual guarantee. Mm -hmm. We're going to move the odds for this. We're going to get everybody. Hey, listen, we're going to get back on track here. We're getting back on that horse. Let's go. This is a guarantee. And we would lose. It's like, it's so impossible to win. I
6: have no idea. Don't you love those locks? Don't you love those locks? This is, oh, this is a lock. This is a guarantee. Guaranteed. Gu- guaranteed yeah, win. Lot, They're yeah. playing at home. They haven't lost in 25 years. The other team doesn't have 15 players, and all of a sudden, you lose. Yeah, we know too much, Joe. That's the mm-hmm. thing. We know too much. We know, like, well, right.
0: the Nats say, 87% of the time, a team coming off of this is sure. going to do this, especially going into a situation like that. Oh, you add in the wind. Whoa, oh, this bumps up to a 92%. 92% <laughs> That sounds like a great time. But then you don't account for, there's fucking 8% there. Yeah, know, uh-huh. right? That 8% is still a very real, it's not a zero there. That is not a, so that 8% might be moving every for the next 50 times that mm-hmm. that, that situation pops up. You have no idea because the past- The
6: classic, of that, the classic of that is horse racing, Pat. How many times have you heard people go to a, wow. they go to a track, they're going to bet on a horse. Why'd you bet on the horse? Because I like the colors. The jockey look the jockey's wearing a really nice, really nice outfit. Or the horse has really nice colors on it. Like so I'm gonna bet the horse. And a horse wins. And all those numbers and all those statistics and the races they've run in mud or whether on it's dry or whether it's turf, it freak nothing.
0: Nothing. Doesn't Does, not nope. Does not matter. Does not matter. How'd you get to that point right there? Did you see that pink? So sweet. Yeah, it had that pink. It was raining. It was the only one I could see. Caught my <laughs> eye. Literally, I would like to see the horse that I'm betting on, and then all of a sudden, here we that's are. Right. Triple crime.
2: We did it. Unreal. Then now- they shoot the horse.
1: That's
0: oh, whoa. Yeah, that's,
2: that's true. Joe, that is part
0: of this downfall of the horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've learned that this oh, year. Like, we, we don't like doing it, Joe. We got to cover sports every single day. We learned a lot about the horse racing community this yeah. year. Yeah. A lot. I, I didn't know yeah. that. Sadly.
6: Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Let's have a moment of silence for all those horses yep. that have raced. No. Moment passed. Thank you, Ponies. Thank you. Horses. Thank you, Ponies. Pac-Man has a question for you. Joe?
3: Joe, my question yeah. is um, the NIL deals is really big right now, especially at Notre Dame. What do you think it would have been when your time oh. – and also, what do you, what are your feels on the transport portal? Because we're finding – we are looking up teams, and it's 100 different kids that's transporting to different schools every other week feel like how we're looking at the schedule. Um, do you I, Are you with the transport portal or are you not with it?
6: You know, Pac-Man, first of all, the NIL is um, it's seeping into high schools and it's ruining it. I mean, oh. we Whoa. we don't I, have, didn't know that, we, I didn't know that, Joe.
0: I didn't know that, Joe. Yeah,
6: oh yeah, oh yeah. It's in it's in the high schools too, as well as the colleges. It's been in basketball. You know, I, it, for a long time. It, it's oh, yeah. it's it's scary. I mean, the numbers are the numbers are crazy for college guys. We don't have college football anymore. We have semi professional football played by young people. That's basically what it's boiled down to, and and uh, so and you know we we heard a couple years ago a little couple of coaches going at it where now you get to buy your team. That's in essence what they're doing right now, is colleges are buying. the The wealthy are going to get more wealthy, and those that can't afford the players are going to be able to just provide education and a place to play some football. But when it comes to the competition, the other thing Pac Man too is how about the conferences? Yeah. What's a conference anymore? What a conference this year is not a conference next year. If you're part of a conference this year, you're probably not going to be part of it mm. next year because somebody's going to offer you more money. I mean, it's it's crazy what's going on. The NILs, I think, um, it. I thought there was a better way to compensate the athlete, and in, in, instead of just giving them money and giving people a chance to be able to make it, I won't get into that. And as far as the the portal goes, <laughs> what the could. portal has basically done is basically said, hey, look, if the competition looks a little tough ahead of you, just go someplace else. I don't know how a college coach recruits anymore today, Pat. Yeah. really. I, I, how do you recruit someone? You can't publish a, a depth chart. Mm-hmm. I've talked to coaches where they cannot put out a depth chart, all right, for their spring game because they're going to have people transfer out if they're not one or two. Oh, I didn't even think about Instead that. Of, Instead of competing for it, instead of saying, okay, I, I've committed to this university, you know, the guy ahead of me is there and I'm going to, I want to compete. And, but now it's like, well, if you're really good, that means you probably have a minimum of 20 other schools that are interested in you. So now you have this elevated opinion of yourself. You get no basic fundamental understanding of the game you're playing. Cause you think you have all the answers and then you just go transfer someplace else. We see guys going from one to the other. Now, I will say this. I think they need to do something with the portal. I think they need to create some type of stability in college football so you can't just pick up and leave all the time. But yet, we at the University of Notre Dame have benefited from it because Sam Hartman transferred from Wake Forest to Notre Dame. Now, this is his sixth year. He's 24. Um, I don't know what the quarterback's going to be next year. Of course, he received the extra year because of the pandemic year. So – um, and I think, like I say, I think we're going to surprise people going forward. We got some tough games. Got Clemson coming up, USC coming up, Ohio State. I'll be out there for the Ohio State game. It's gonna be
9: better. um Ohio
0: State's looking digital. at that one, right? That one's the one that can potentially knock Ohio State off the path there, waiting for the big one at the end with Michigan. I want to get back into what you were talking about there, though, with the transfer portal and you know, not being able to release a depth chart. I thought about this with how open it was. There was over what, like 1,900 kids or something oh, in something the like, yeah, yeah. in the portal or something. There's only 130 teams. Like I don't know where a lot of people are gonna go. But if you start thinking about the ripple effects of that, like let alone the money me if i was handed that type of money i mean i would have been a bag of shit i'm just gonna at that time i would have not have been waking up at the time that those off-season workouts were at i would not have been all in at those summer conditioning workouts i would have been a bad person now i'm not saying everybody's like me i'm a you know, white trash kid, you hand a hundred thousand dollars to me <laughs> yeah. in Morgantown. I mean, I'm going to have.
6: Yeah, yeah, listen, be, you you're, you know, you're running yourself. I, I don't buy. It. You know, you, you you wouldn't have been a bad kid. You'd have gone. Maybe you huh. gone in a different direction. Maybe you would have made some decisions that would have been not necessarily in your best interest. Well, but I I, you did, know, did. I, you don't give yourself enough credit. Pat, to okay. be honest with you. But right. Well, I appreciate that. But let's get to, hold on, Hold on, Joe. Joe. Hold us, on. Hold on, Joe. Hold, Joe, 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 Joe,
0: hold on, Joe. Joe. Hold on. Not even that part, though. The transfer portal thing, like the lessons of, like, failing and, like, hard work and somebody telling you, you said these coaches can't even recruit. Or really, like, hard coaching, I think a lot of coaches are scared to coach hard because they think that, oh, this person's just going to get up and leave. So I think we're going to miss out on a lot of great football. Because like I think there's going to be so many more players that are never going to re- reach their potential because the mental toughness that you need to be great mm-hmm. at football is not something that most people are just born with. Like it has to come through situations and coaching. I think that to extend upon your point is going to be a big time ripple effect here over the next ten years that I don't think was ever even considered, Joe. You know what I mean? And the NIL thing, I, you could definitely hit that as well. But that thing's a big deal, Joe. I don't think it's being. I don't think it's. I think that's being undervalued through this entire thing of.
6: Creating men, you know what I mean, right? And and women, and young women yes. too. I mean, I don't even you know if they're at I any mean, outdoor. Look it. at yeah. look at look at Nebraska. Look at Nebraska. look at look at, cool. look at the ninety two thousand people that showed up for a Nebraska volleyball game. Awesome, un, un It's it's great. So sweet. I think it's absolutely unbelievable, and it's wonderful. You know, our women at Notre Dame we've won national we've won more national championships of, of recent years than we have in, in any of our other sports. Um, and our hockey is great. Our Basketball is, is come on. La-cross. Our baseball is come on. Lacrosse, lacrosse has come on. Soccer, obviously football. So, but I mean, what uh, what I watched this morning when I was watching Sports Center, I'm going, wow, that is that is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the athlete to feel that way, and you know, the other thing too, Pat, that you're really referring to is the life lessons that you learn working hard for something. Uh, are invaluable for you for the rest of your life. Yes. Because you're going to go to a job and somebody may be better than you there. And what are you going to do? Are you going to go someplace else and then someplace else and then someplace else and just become a nomad going from job to job as opposed to fighting it out, learning, toughening it out? I think, hey, I think the most important asset any individual has that wants to be successful is mental toughness.
0: Hell yeah. Joe. I enjoyed this conversation immensely. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank Genuinely,
6: thanks for having me. What do you do? Thanks for you, having you
0: do, me. You do some commander stuff, right? I was looking it up. I was trying to.
6: I do. Yeah, I, I did the preseason for a couple of years, and uh, I haven't the last few years. Mostly, I do a lot of motivational speaking. I have a chance to travel around the country and now yes. and then around the world to yeah. to be able to share some stories with people and share some experiences. I've been blessed to have some unbelievable people help me get where I am today, and I appreciate them every minute.
0: Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to try to book you. Need it. Yeah. The boys are going to need it about halfway through the season. For sure. We're going to be a little tired. Right here. We're going to need to come finish the, finish the year strong. I appreciate the hell out of you, Joe. Thank you for the golf tips. I will apply them when I finally get good at golf. Thank you for the life lessons today. And thank you for the time. We genuinely appreciate it.
6: Pat, great being with you. Thanks for having me. Take care.
0: Hey, uh. Coach Lou Holtz is here as well. I think he wanted to tell you uh, something about your birthday coming up.
4: Yeah, Coach, uh, Joe, I'd just like to say happy birthday to you. I know that we – well, I'm sure we've crossed paths. I I can't really remember right now. I know you never actually played for me. I can't remember if you played for Eric Parsons or if it was Dale Devine or if it was one of those other guys. I know it wasn't Newt Rockley. I know he was a little bit before (laughs) your time. But, Joe, it was was an honor, uh, you know, talking to you today and – I just I love that you go out there and you you pull out for the University of Notre Dame. I know how much you love the University, and I think you know how much I love the University as well. Go Irish, Joe! Happy birthday,
6: uh, co- Coach! Thank you. That meant so much to me. Thank <laughs> you so much.
4: Yeah, I guess have, happy birthday as well. I can probably get that in there.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Thiesman. Thanks there for go. Go. All right, Let's get to a awesome. break. That was a- what a yeah. weapon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, can't Holy believe yeah. he's
4: seventy
2: four. Yeah. yeah, that's absurd.
0: I really appreciated him saying, "Yeah, I turned into a prick." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that that injury, <laughs> terrible, obviously, but it really kind of saved me as a human yeah. from myself. Yeah.
5: That was great because I haven't heard him since he was in the Monday Night Football booth. I feel like it, with
0: Kornheiser and Tarico.
5: Is that yeah? I think so. Is that what it was? I think so. What yeah. a power team in my head. I just
0: saw them three wide mm-hmm. because remember whenever. I was potentially thinking about trying to be a booth person. They were saying, Kornheiser didn't work, Kornheiser didn't work, mm-hmm. he wouldn't work, three booths wouldn't work. And that's when I like really remembered it all and thought about it. I was like, I think Cornheiser wasn't terrible. But Dennis Miller? Dennis Miller, yeah. Was also there too. That was being talked about as the third man in there. But I think it was Tariko,
5: Thasman. Yeah, and then they were
0: Jaws replaced. Yep. Look at that. Hell yeah. Still got it. Nailed it. What's us see, got? 24 years old and that thing? <laughs> wow. Seriously. Aged perfectly. How about Kornheiser, bro? Him and Wilbon just locked down sports media for, I don't know, what, 40 years now? Yeah, yeah been, been doing it. A long it. time. That's all. Like, you talked to any of the suits, it's like hope everything potentially That was the original. has yeah. the success yeah. of PTI. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the dream you yeah, had to be, PTI. I'm like... Hell yeah. Okay.
2: I yeah. forgot about this, too. Theisman actually hosted uh, the first half of uh, American Gladiators when it first started.
1: Oh,
0: should have kept him around. He would have kept that asshole in check that was running at him. Yeah, right. would have helped out right. a lot. He, you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, that big prick.
0: After watching those documentaries, I think the guy at the top is really a problem.
2: Yeah. That's why it fell so. apart. You, you could say. He stole it.
0: I like that was knows the show. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Did definitely. you
0: play quarterback in every game? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I got a couple records there, actually. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. we're 23 and 1.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah yeah, course, yeah, 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 but you were no, punts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he walked up t- at the golf course. He walked up, like, at the driving range. Yeah. And, like, hey, Pat, obviously knew I existed. I was like, oh, that's cool. Joe Theismann knows who I am. And I just I saw a sweet old man. You know what Yeah, I mean? yeah. So I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to do here. I'm just going to. So I started naturally. I was quiet. A couple swings. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Duff, Duff, motherfucker! You know, and I'm like four feet away from this dude. You know, and he's like, "How's it going, Pat?" You know, and I'm like, "Not great, Joe. Thanks." <laughs> All right. And then he turns around. And he's like, "Let me watch a couple."
1: Goes, All right, okay, fuck it, Joe. Hey, Joe. Here we go. Go. All right.
0: And he goes, "You just need to slow down. Slow down, Pat. Come on." And then he looked at Foxy. Your job is to tell him to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> Sl- Makes sense. He's a
2: motivational speaker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was really good. I thought we were going low that day. Me too. And then I remember I had four broken feet. Type.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I barely walked. Sunburned back. Hey, speaking
0: of, we got a big-time debut. Foxy Flick coming in about an yeah. hour and 20 minutes. Hell, yeah. Sweet. Hell yeah. It's, uh, it's the longest one yet, but it's uh, it's behind the scenes of Espies mm-hmm. and Tahoe. Mm-hmm. What? It's a banger. Presented by PXG. Yep. Hell, yeah. Shout out to PXG. Love Shout you, out PXG. PXG. Most expensive clubs of all time. Story behind it. That's right.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's how, how back many front. back ribs are we gonna get we this week? We just watched the thing. Yeah, Did we just watched. This has been. This
0: has
1: it's followed been quite me Yeah. Time.
0: Jeez,
2: Louise.
0: Jeez, Louise. Sure Jeez, Louise. Sure mm. Come on, Pac-Man.
2: Follow your quiche.
0: Follow. your
2: quiche. There you go. <laughs> yep. wow. Read your quiche. Read your quiche. Raise. Quiche. Silence. Oh, oh. Ah. Uh, elbow, elbow tight.
0: No. All right, boys. Got a lot of show left.
2: A lot of show left. A lot of show left. Skip Beal out here rebounding. Yeah. That's go better when Beal's out here rebounding.
0: Uh, Beal's working in the back. Yeah. Beal's Biel, yeah. working in the back. Biel's. I was on a FaceTime with Beal and Gump last night. Really, it was awesome. Whoa,
1: all
2: three t- person all time. Bill
0: might live in a log cabin or something.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, he has a log he's cabin. He's moving and
9: shaking away
2: yeah, He was right? like work working in the kitchen
0: it. while we were on the call. It was he awesome. I was, I was
2: kind of seeing a tour of his house and. Yeah. Nice. Well, you saw the domed Doc. You know how they move. That's rude.
4: Come on, Biel does, does not that. In the it's kitchen, all moving in a log You think
2: he could have neighbors?
0: All right, let's get to a break.
2: These guys. what was the face about? Just check it in.
0: Uh yeah, we were just talking about um how we're going to move forward because the new system that they have that re- will replace the system that we've used yeah. mm-hmm. for ripping and clipping is only I'm trying to think of the idea, 20 to 25 times better than the one we use. Yeah.
2: Oh, is that right?
0: Fin- well, finally. I think it's only I think their their back end Clipping, ripping system is just a tiny maybe for, 40, per, 40 times better oh, okay. than the one that we just signed up for another round for two more years. Oh, nice. Yeah, we
2: re upped it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we re right before <laughs> finding out about this <laughs> mega <laughs> thing that we're allowed to use that makes everybody in here's life much, much easier.
2: Yeah. To be fair, I mean, it feels as though we've had to go the opposite way a lot of times. So, this is kind of great news. That yeah, this is good news. This yeah. is good news. Yeah. Yeah. it's, if it's that sounds much better
0: convenience is much more important than a two-year subscription of a service that we will not use yeah. at all. We could actually
2: use that for the uh, just the basketball court now.
0: Boom. Boom just run it is. right in there. Perfect. Yeah. And then also the short course. Yep. 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 There we go. Yep. Now we're using our heads. Two years. All right. Two years of we're everything. back. Go. Let's wow. go. All right. It's not wasting money. Yeah, that's a great investment.
2: You started a bender. Been trying to figure out how to record everything out That here.
0: stuff ESPN has on the back end is just, there's some shit that they have that I like I don't know if everybody just doesn't know it exists. No, they don't use uh, it, or... Walt
5: created it. and actually
2: proprietary, proprietary right. information. Froze yeah. it in his cryo dome. I don't know if
0: Walt was part of it. <laughs> I don't think so.
2: I mean, the highlight thing is truly one of the yeah. like best uses of technology I've ever heard.
0: I think it'll only take like four and a half hours out of um, Foxy, Bill, yep. Tone, Tone, and Mitts Mondays. Yeah, no, that's on. Not- oh, okay. Mondays
9: are going to be a lot better.
0: Yeah, Monday's a pretty big day. I think.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and boy, last year, those things came down to the wire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah.
0: We're a week out, boys.
2: Great. So, so awesome. Hell yeah. Finally. We are a week out from all of it. Good Lord.
0: Had to, uh, got to do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> got to do an interview
4: yesterday. Yeah. Big
0: mm-hmm. time interview. Hilarious
2: then. publication. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. 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 Mm-hmm. I can't wait to read it. Oh, it's gonna be great. Me too.
4: Oh, can't wait. That's what you said, like legit, hard hitting questions. You know, you were very excited about pushing the envelope. Being able to expand on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna be in a Wall Street Journal.
2: W S J. I'm not sure. That's a big publication. I looked it up. It, it is. is. Yeah, I had is. to
0: Google that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew the name, obviously. You hear it? Right. Of course. Yeah. That's bananas. That's hilarious to think about. And I think the people that read that are nobody that I've ever hung out with in my entire life. But, boy, are they going to hate me. And I can't
2: wait for them to read those words. Or well, mm-hmm. they're going to love you. They you never know. know. They might. You never know. I don't know. <laughs> it's they just Mike. Following the last know. one? <laughs> following the Bloomberg? You know, so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry, right. I love doing interviews and stuff. Because there isn't too much of me already. Sure. You know? But the... Lady that is doing it was incredibly nice. Yeah. She was very, very nice. And I appreciate her investing her time in our story and everything like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Those suits are going to fucking be pissed. Read that. Whole <laughs> this asshole in a tank top. Get into this news magazine. News magazine. News. What is it? Newspaper. 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 Newspaper.
3: Yeah. One of the biggest ones. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, I
5: Googled it. I was asked yeah. if I wanted. Oh, yeah. You're in
2: finance. That's the one. Yep. Yeah,
0: I'm in finance. No big deal. Mm -hmm. I got the fucking stocks app right here. Yeah, Own finance. Basically the finance. AMC Mm -hmm.
2: to the moon, brother. Boo. You know, I'm talking about those stonks all day, every day. Come on, GameStop. We were
0: there. I heard they only go up. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's what I was told by numerous people. Mm -hmm. You just put your money in there. Well, actually, it's like the top 300 companies. You're kind of (laughs) betting on them uh, to do well. And then that's really a safe bet. That'll give you... You know, like a six to seven percent
3: annual return.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically the smart one. And then
3: I read the Wall Street Journal.
2: Boom! Boom! There it is. Gotcha! <laughs> I like you. Boom! There it
0: is. This guy's hitting buttons like Jim Cramer.
2: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> sell!
0: Sell! Sell! Joining us now down in Florida is a guy who obviously is a football uh, savant. Mm-hmm. Right. He, loved, he played professionally, played at a college now that stinks at football, but it's getting better yeah. because Dan Orlovsky given giving motivational speech. Right? Exactly. Back at the time, though, second-round second pick. Whoa. One. Yeah, yeah big-time dog. Also fancies himself an F1 guy.
9: That's yeah. yeah, right. So you have to anymore.
0: immediately question his taste. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, joining us, an absolute superstar, host of the Man-to-Man Man podcast and everything DB, Darius J.
1: Butler. Darius!
8: Go, let's go. UConn didn't deserve that. You know, we're kicking, <laughs> off, kicking off our night tonight against NC State. We didn't deserve that. Well, are on Rolo- our way back up. Jim Mora.
0: Dan Orlovsky's back in the building tonight. I heard he's yeah. going to be potentially Whoa. running yeah. out with a Husky on his shoulder. Yeah. And this is big time. I do believe UConn's going to get back to some prominence, like whenever you were there and when Dan Orlovsky was slinging the rock around. UConn takes on NC State this evening as a 14-and-a-half home underdog. Ooh. Then, obviously, Nebraska, Minnesota. Welcome to the Big Ten, Matt Rule, says P.J. Fleck. Mm-hmm. Florida taking on UConn. Utah, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe Herbie's on that call. Let's I really? believe Herbie's on that call. It should be a big-time night of college football.
8: Yeah, man, we're back, man. I'm excited to be back. And, I mean, it, it sucks when your school sucks, and that's been, the, that's been the thing for the last few years. But we got a little taste of some success. We got to get back in the conference. Obviously, at some point, everybody's moving around. Hopefully, there's room for us somewhere. Uh, but tonight, getting the win tonight will be, uh, obviously, huge for the program. And, and Dano... You know, you just, got, you just got out of a scene with Denzel Washington, equalizer. Like, he got to bring some juice. He got to bring something uh, to that sideline tonight for sure.
0: Well, he gave that mm-hmm. motivational speech. He'll, he'll have that shoulder.
2: He'll have a towel. Yeah, he'll do that thing. He'll
0: do, Yeah, we need 30 seconds clockwise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he, guess what mm-hmm. he'll be able to do? He's able to just now he gotta, on a, right back really? counterclockwise. Yep. That he has the ability. So I think he'll be the lead towel waver this evening as well. I don't know if you saw yesterday he hung up on us.
8: That's messed up. I saw it. I saw the the Beetlejuice comparisons. The uh, I think Wesley Snipes came from uh AJ. Uh the last one you guys threw it was a little close though, the dude that uh, played in thirteen hours. That was that was a good one.
0: Well that was the one, one he was, was, yeah, was he was pitching suggestion. that He thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the answer he was looking for, like right out of our minds. Mm-hmm. And nobody really thought of it for some got, reason.
5: Somebody got, said got, uh, it. it Glenn Harton the guy from Always Sunny, I think that's more of an accurate depiction.
8: I don't know which one that is.
0: Yeah, if you saw him.
5: It, he, 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 set him no. he
8: set himself up. You can't set – you got to know your personnel. You, you can't ask this crew, hey, who, who – uh, that was like, you know, when <laughs> yeah. asked back, Hey, tell me something about Daniel Jones. <laughs> Just can't do it. You got you to gotta know your personnel. I agree. Yeah,
0: we did catch him off guard, though, because he was on set. We kind of called him because we saw that he was in a scene with Denzel Washington. Yeah. He does look like that guy. Yeah, just like this. Who's
4: this? Always Dennis sunny. from Always Sunny. What?
0: But what's the Glenn name? Glenn Howerton. This is Dan. We did it. We were trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, it took us a little bit. We apologize. You're Glenn. You. This is Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, yeah.
8: uncanny uncanny resemblance crazy
0: holy hey this guy needs to watch his back when you go to these <laughs> auditions going forward yeah there's gonna be another one of you there that's right and he just got out of a scene with denzel washington so yeah. i i know it's always sunny was very successful i don't know if you got a lot of jobs coming your way with dan orlovsky on the ball <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's a thespian, hey. thespian darius did you know that he's a thespian
8: hey that was a quality scene. Quality scene. And, you know, I, I hate that he ruined it. I thought he was in the movie. Uh, I definitely thought he was definitely in the restaurant. You know, I was interested to see what he actually picked, and he ran out. Like, you know, it's a little soft. But I thought he was in the movie. Sad he ruined it. But he is a Thessie. That's big. That's big time. Denzel doesn't get any bigger than that. That's A-list. Obviously, Stephen A., big time as well. Uh, Shout-out to my goddamn man. Doing some big things. Back on Monday Night Football this year. Wow. Uh, Let's go. Shout-out to my guy, man.
0: I thought the other week he was uh... – on X all upset that they didn't have him on something. Yeah. Yeah, that's every other it's week, pouting about though. about something. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you're on Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Aww. Oh. Stealing my stuff. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> taking my ideas. Oh. Anyways, let's move
1: on. Oh, got
0: <laughs> Jonathan Taylor's at the Indianapolis Colts for at least until week four, allegedly, unless somebody trades for him while he's on PUP. Can that happen? Ooh. I believe so.
1: I assume, really? right?
5: Yeah, I assume because of the uh, report was uh, even if someone trades for him, he still has to sit out the four
0: weeks because they designated it. Mm-hmm. So once okay. the designation yeah. is made, it is a permanent. But even if somebody else picks him up, Miami Dolphins were going to be in the mix. But the GM Greer came out and said no official offer was made. I think we were kind of misled. I thought they asked for Waddle. Yeah, well, yeah, hurt. wild request of yeah. the number two wide receiver for your team getting an hey, MVP you know, running back.
8: wild as crazy record. as it sounds, Pat. I would have to agree. A wild request? Tyreek Kill is a wild request. Vic Fangio. You know, you got to ask. You got to ask, you know, in those yes, negotiations. Yes. that's reports. what but I'm I mean, saying. I it's a, it's a passing league. You know, uh, Waddle is a number two receiver, but probably the best number two, if not the second best, but he's up there. Okay. Receivers are making shit. Number two receivers are probably make it 20, minutes a year <laughs> uh, soon once T. Higgins and those guys get paid. So. With a passing league like that, a guy coming off his best year and you're going to trade for, you know, Jonathan Taylor, obviously great running back two years ago, was in the MVP conversation. Last year was banged up, not healthy currently, not going to have him for the first four weeks. Wow. I mean, that that may be a little stretch, but yeah, it's definitely a a easy, request,
0: though. Like, what are we even know. talking? It, yeah. was, it was a business negotiation requesting the number two wide receiver when you're giving up the running back. I do not understand why it is the way it is, but it felt like the national narrative was if the Colts yeah. don't pay Jonathan Taylor 17 million a year, they're dumb. Like what? Are, so now it's like, well, the number two wide receiver for a team for a guy that everybody thinks is one of the top running backs in the NFL, which we hope is the case. I just didn't. That didn't make sense. But the deal was not made. If the deal was yeah. made, then you could say, wow, that was a wild fucking move to give up your number two wide receiver in a passing league. But also you get Jonathan Taylor, who's supposed to be a guy. Were we lied to about the interest, you think? Because the NFL calendar told me that was going to be a tough deal to get done with Jonathan Taylor, yeah. especially in the world that we're in. We were hoping for it. But I, everybody was telling us about all this interest, and seemingly there wasn't unless – but Chris Ballard was negotiating in bad faith in making wild requests, like number two <laughs> wide receivers to everybody
8: that wanted to do business. You know what I mean? Hey, he's doing his job. That's what he's, he's supposed to ask for, I guess, wild things. But I think the biggest thing. is. it's our fucking, he's
0: an MVP <laughs> conversation we're
8: trading. What, what, listen, Pat, you know. You're the listen, one telling me
0: how good of a running back he is. Everybody on earth was telling me how great he is. And then the number Talk two. Your team.
8: Talk is cheap. What, what's been offered? What's been offered? Uh, and it's a, what have you done for me lately, Lee? We know. We, we watch. We watch the coach closely, obviously. We know how dynamic he is when he's healthy. He was never even hurt until, I think, last year when he had the ankle injury. And then coming into this year, still not being fully healthy. That's a big thing, especially for a, a position where it's running back. Yeah, he's only been in the league for a couple of years, but he got a ton of carries in college. And, um, you know, it can go downhill quick at that position. And there's not a lot of teams lining up we can see what's going on around the landscape with running backs not a lot of teams lining up to pay running backs 15 plus million dollars a year no. um is he worth it i think that's exactly what anthony Richardson needs especially when you look at the rest of the roster you look at the talent at receiver the guys just can't from my they can't create space you know guys aren't going to be open so we're going to need anthony Richardson to be dynamic week in and week out to to give us a chance to win so we definitely need oh, we don't have to any weapons at wide receiver no Wild request
0: asking for the number two (laughs) wide receiver. Wild request. Like, I – the word request is an interesting thing because I think the narrative mm-hmm. was trying to be built that the Colts were not going to ever trade him. Even though they said, hey, we'll trade him, they weren't ever going to trade him. And that would be a much different outcome than potentially nobody being interested in trading for him or actually signing and trading for him or giving up a one, which I would assume is what Chris Ballard was at least thinking for a two and a four and something that equates to a one because of how great of a player he is, everybody else is saying. Now, that that also leads to the question, why don't they just pay him? You know, like why don't, and Chris Ballard said, we won four games last year. How do do you feel about that answer? And then he also said the relationship is repairable. Do you think that's the case?
8: Uh, Yeah, I I think it's definitely repairable. Um, You know, look, I hope, this is just me talking, but I hope Jonathan Taylor and and Jim Mercer, Chris Ballard, hope they all figure it out and Jonathan Taylor goes down as one of the best running backs in Colts history. That's that's what I like to say. He's a great guy off the field. I'm not gonna judge the guy based off how he's handling his business. In my opinion, I don't think it's great. I didn't think Lamar Jackson was handling that that whole thing great, but it ended up working out. He ended up being the highest paid quarterback in league history. So it it worked out for him and he had the talent. He was coming off a season where he wasn't healthy either. So Jonathan Taylor, you gotta handle your business. Just like we were in the locker room, hey, you got to handle your money situation. That's 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 not my problem. We want you in the building. You got to figure it out. That's on that's on the big the big dogs to figure it out. I hope he does. We got a guy on a rookie deal. I mean, we we need we need him badly. We got a bunch of big guys out there. We got Pittman. I like Pittman. I like Pierce. But when I watch them on tape, you know, every 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 catch, every throw is like a contested throw. Like guys are sticking to him, you know. We got we drafted Downs to be that guy to create mm-hmm. separation. They obviously don't love Isaiah McKenzie. They let him go yeah. and then signed him back. So uh, we got big tight ends. Once again, big guys usually aren't great at creating that type of space. So I love Anthony Richardson. I love everything I've seen from him. We know Shane Steichen's system uh, works. Uh, The offensive line. We know we have the talent there. We spent the money there. They got to get out there and produce. So um, I didn't love the answer. You know, we won four games last year. You know, from Chris Chris Ballard. And obviously, I love Chris. I didn't. I also didn't like the Andrew Luck comparison because. We know Andrew Luck had T.Y., had Fleener, had Reggie, Reggie yeah. had, you know, good Queen, backs, had me. Bruce Arians, you know. So it, it was a completely different uh, – and, and Andrew Luck came in. And he was, you know, a ready-made product from day one. So um, different ball game, but I, I think – I hope those guys figured out. And, I mean, we're, we're rebuilding, so it's not a rush. We don't expect to go and compete for a championship this year. Uh, but we got to get it done sooner or later.
0: I hope we get the truth on how much interest there actually was and if the Colts were saying no to things or if there is ever a sense of self-awareness coming down the pipe for Jonathan Taylor like, yeah, we should have done this play at a different time, maybe not as interested. You are
3: healthy, it, man. Yeah, yeah, and also play. Yeah. But D-Bus, this this was what I was telling Pat at the break. It's really like the Colts have the ball in their hand. If they don't want to trade them, they don't have to trade them. They don't really even right. have to bring them off the pup list. Like, Correct. He have nothing to do with what their decision is right now if they wanted to play bully ball. Like, yeah. to me, like, the best thing you can do is repair the relationship. If not, guess what, buddy? We'll leave your ass on pup for the whole year, and you'll be back in the same situation next year. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. thing.
0: If they want to do that, yeah. and it sounds like Jim Irsay, especially after the loss of Takate. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Mike, that that's your city. That's down there in <laughs> Miami. but you know,
8: so he had it,
0: uh, it, <laughs> he had Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor's agent. Yeah,
8: the whole mm-hmm. Dan
0: Snyder getting voted. Yeah, a lot uh-huh. coming down the plate, and then he's got Chris on. Angel coming down. Right. Next, yep. next Friday night, Lucas Oil Stadium, it, doing it. everything season. and then Talkatee dies. Oh. Yeah, and then he's like, Jonathan, you want to be paid? <laughs> I want my whale." Yeah, yeah grieving. Exactly. Okay, John. life isn't easy. I just bought a Jack Nicholas putter to kind of Whoa. soothe my pain. <laughs> and you're talking about doing this whole deal coming off your worst year, so.
1: I yes, hope it's repairable.
0: Chris Ballard saying it's repairable, though. He knows Jim. He's been talking to Jim. And I would assume him saying we won four games last year is not just Chris Ballard's thoughts. Oh, yeah. Those are – you know what I mean? Those are coming
8: – I mean, he's tired. Obviously, he's tired of hearing it. He's tired of hearing the questions. And, and it's, it's you devalue, obviously, the asset, the player – um, when you know that relationship is already bad, you know the guy wants out. So guys, aren't you, you know I don't have to give up as much to get him because you want to get a deal done. And I think Lambo said that you also don't want to be in a position where you're just going to take the best deal that's out there and it's not what you value to get back. So everybody's in a tough spot. I think Chris Ballard said that yesterday too. Like, hey, look, Colts are in a shitty situation. Jonathan Taylor's in a shitty situation. And typically that's what leads to things, being able to be repaired and get back. But uh, hopefully he gets his money. Um and, and gets back out there, gets healthy, and gets back to the guy that we're, we're used to seeing.
0: That's a good thing to say there, because if we're all wrong, we're all right, you know. Yeah. If we're both yeah. in a good situation, probably be able to get a deal done. If we're both in a shitty yeah. situation, probably, probably be able to get wouldn't. a deal done. Mm-hmm. If somebody's in a good situation, a bad situation, probably not gonna be able to see eye to eye.
8: No, yeah. Deshaun Watson, like he wanted out. Everybody knew he wanted out, but he was a quarterback in his prime of his career. Obviously, he had the shit going off the field, but those don't come around. Often. You don't get those quarterbacks in their early 20s that's going to be available. And he ended up getting 230 fully guaranteed yeah. and the Texas got a bunch of picks back for it. So it, it, it obviously. So what's going on with Jonathan Taylor? It's the market. Josh, Josh, just led the league in rushing last year. He had to sit out, hold out and still, you know, get a couple million more. Saquon Barkley coming off one of his best years. He got Austin a million like it, It's tough, for right? Austin. Mm-hmm. Yep. And got
0: two, he got two million more bucks in yeah. incentives. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to be all, traded. Yeah. I want a deal. Okay, go look for one. All right, welcome back. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, yeah, you know what? We'll give you $1.7 million dollars in incentives. You need to rush for 2,000 yards, Chris Johnson. Hey, You happened. can do it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And we need 22 touchdowns out of it. <laughs> Easy. You, know, you, you literally have no other options,
8: so. And also, then we're gonna draft the receiver bigger? in the first round. What's that? And, and pay the, we're gonna draft the receiver in the first round. Then make the quarterback the highest paid quarterback in the league. So you know, it's a, it's a throwing league once again. That's that's just what it is. And these running backs are. I I hate it for him. I honestly do. I hate it for him because oh, you know. Eckler's situation is obviously completely different than John uh, Taylor's, you know, as far as how the team is built and how much we need him. But it's tough for the running backs right now.
0: Yeah, I'm intrigued to see how it all pans out. There's humans involved in all of this. So yeah. there's yep. a chance that, you know, pride and ego and spite come into play. Oh, yeah. But there's also a chance... That empathy, compassion, yeah, yeah. and appreciation come into play sure, as well. Unity. Let's remember that mm. as we look ahead five weeks when Jonathan Taylor could potentially come back, and I assume we won't have to talk about it at all. No, the no, The no, no. first four weeks as this whole season kicks off. Connor has a question for you about a team in a great spot seemingly.
2: Yeah, D, but you brought up the Ravens and Zay Flowers, and uh, or Lamar, and actually I just remembered uh, D, challenged me to Madden yesterday, and I just want to let you know publicly here, I would kick your fucking ass and we're not going to do that yet, but uh, with well, the Ravens obviously. and Zay Flowers, yep, okay, with the Ravens and uh, Zay Flowers, I'm not sure if you saw the video of him uh, rapping Kodak Black, but it was unbelievable. When you see oh, stuff yeah. like that, is it just immediate, okay, the Ravens are going to go on and rip off 13 games and possibly go to the Super Bowl because they're doing stuff like this? Or what's your reaction to seeing a team this juiced about a rookie wide receiver nonetheless?
8: Hey, the, vibe, the vibes are hot, man. It, it, it's great when when guys just get together. This is Odell's first, first year on the team. Zay Flowers obviously – Lamar Jackson, they've been pretty much from the same area. When the last time I came on the show, a week or so ago, this was my AFC pick to come out of AFC. They got a first-year offensive coordinator, so it's going to be different. They're going to be throwing the ball more. Lamar Jackson just got his money. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be, I think, at that MVP level again, man. Obviously, these, these type of things, you know, it makes you want like, damn, I wish we could have, you know, them in the Jets maybe on hard knocks with, you know, just seeing how things seem to be over there in the Ravens. And we've all either covered or been around or played in the league for a while, and we've all heard good things about the Ravens' culture. Whether you hate them or love them on the football field, their culture has always been very highly respected and talked about. John Harbaugh's done a great job with that. Drafting the right guys, bringing the right guys in, trading the right guys when it's time to get rid of them. So um, I love everything I'm seeing out of Baltimore right now. How'd you feel about uh,
0: name, school, signing bonus reaction to Zay Flyers there? Odell Beckham Jr. lost his mind. Then. <laughs> I, I think it's – they love that dude there, man. They love Zay. Oh, yeah. Think.
8: Yeah, they love him. Every, every time you see him, he's one of those, those one of those kids, one of those young players you see. Every time it's, it's like he's smiling. He's out there doing his job. He's grinding. He's working. That was even before he got drafted. It's always like good vibes um, with him. So that's one of those guys who come in and you don't think, you know, he's going to go out there and put in the work. That's the thing. When we came in the league. It was like a hey, rookie. You almost want to be seen and not heard. You know, you get out there, you get your job done. A lot, you know, league has changed a little bit more, but. Zay Fenton right in. I mean I love I love every every second of that shit, man. I can't wait to watch the boys uh get out there involved for sure. The name, signing bonus thing, you know, that's something obviously we we do that every training camp, every year for rookies. I don't love it to see it on social media for certain reasons, but uh, I love to see those vibes once again with the team vibes.
0: Yeah, all those things are outable if you want to really search for it, but it getting released and just like, here it is, is certainly an interesting thing. And We, yeah. had, we actually had a conversation about whether or not we should let it out and it was like, well, they, they're, I mean
3: yeah, the yeah, team did. It's, so it was like, yeah. it's not our decision. Yeah. Well, I'm saying but it's public it, information anyway.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying it, a lot of things are public information but people don't really like go Seek it. Find yeah. it, and then it kind of gets just, like, shoved. It's an interesting it's an interesting thing, but all of our, yeah, yeah, all of our contracts of it, are known by everybody. It's not a good thing. It puts Correct. a lot of people in a bad position. So I appreciate yeah. that this potentially led to that conversation taking place because this has been something that's been a problem, I think, for people dealing with family and friends right. and right. targets and yeah. everything like that uh, for a long time, everybody knowing the exact amount of money you are worth and also everything that's on your body. There's some stuff coming out of the Dwayne Haskins story. Man. That, man, yeah, crazy. That is kind of this exact thing taking right. place and it's uh it's not been legitimized but some you should look into that that's one of those yeah. things yeah. yes that you should kind of look into speaking of uh things that we kind of have to look into jimmy g how did you hear this jimmy g mm. super wow. handsome g
8: knows,
0: missed it. you didn't see oh dude he was talking to sports Illustrated's robin lundberg mm-hmm. had a nice little split screen yeah. you know yeah. and jimmy g uh seemingly didn't really mince his thoughts at all about how he feels about the Niners and I did not expect this normally super high road shit all the time out of everybody this was not the case here's Jimmy G talking to Robin Lundberg
7: what did you make of the the Trey Lance trade to Dallas weird situation Been a lot of weird situations over there in San Francisco (laughs) just leave it at that but uh, you know I'm happy Trey got another shot man how do you think San Francisco's handled those quarterback situations how do you think they've handled him? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been messy. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to put it.
0: Yeah, Messi obviously had his first tie last night yeah. against yeah. Nashville, but messy is the way that old Robin Lundberg is describing the situation mm-hmm. in San Fran. Jimmy doesn't correct him. Does this make you uh, worry a little bit about what's going on behind closed doors in San Francisco with Bosa still out, or should we just
8: say, hey, Jimmy's not a part of that team anymore. Who cares? Who cares? I, I mean, yeah, that's one of those things. You know, when you whatever happens in these in this building, that's all that matters. Uh, obviously, Jimmy, I, feel, I still think right there, Jimmy G kind of took the, the high road. And anybody that was watching that situation, you know, Way you crazy. had the guy. Yeah, you signed him back under contract. You had him like not being able to practice with the team or some shit like that. that different, was just field. different field. different yeah, field. Yeah, after a Super ne- Bowl, never, heard, never heard of no shit like that. And, and it was kind of that situation was a. The grass is gonna be green on the other side type situation. You go and get Trey Lance, you know, top three in the draft. Everybody's talked about, you know, trading all the picks, getting them. It was a bad. I, it was a bad pick from the jump. Like we we had nobody had saw that much film. You fell in love with him with the off the field stuff, the intangibles, all that stuff is great. But you got you got to play football. Like you got to play football, especially if you're not playing it at that high level. But you got a guy who's went to an NFC Championship, a Super Bowl. And he just kind of like, all right, you know, get the fuck. Out. Oh, actually, we need you back because our guy got hurt. Actually. So now we need you back. <laughs> uh, all right, now we can get you out. Like, it, it was, it was a, a messed up situation for sure. But I still think right there uh, Jimmy G took the high road. Yeah, I guess he could have certainly
0: been worse. He could have gone harder. Yeah, Yeah. I don't don't know. (laughs) I think like, hey, I'm pulling for Trey. You know, just a classic, cliche, bullshit answer Mm -hmm. that could have came. So I'm very appreciative of how Jimmy handled that, and I hope this continues to be a thing that everybody does now. It feels like people are a little bit more comfortable with telling their actual, real, genuine feelings, which is good news, because as we learn more about people as opposed to a facade, I think we respect and appreciate them more, which is only going to grow the game. So I think all this cliche answer, were bad, actually, back in the day for a long time, and there's still mm-hmm. going to be bullshit. We're just taking this one day at a time, and all that type of shit. But him choosing not to do that, I lo- I enjoyed it. I yeah, wrote it. It love like love Jimmy, cool.
8: yeah. huh? You said. You not was- Pack said he sounded like yeah. It seemed like they were cool for sure. And I mean, I love I love Jimmy. I've been rooting for him this whole time. Obviously, he can't he can't stay healthy. That's been Jimmy's thing. when he's out there, he's a, he's a good quarterback. He's a quarterback you can win with. Now in San Fran, you know. It's a huge year for Brock Purdy. A lot of people, you know, are saying, like, you know, just going there kind of almost crowning him. Um, He had a great, great end of the year, what, eight, nine games stretch down there at the end of the year. This is a big, big year. Now Mm -hmm. you've been the guy. You got the book on him. All right, this is what he's good at. This is what he's not. You know, let's figure him out. Now he's got a whole season to kind of get out there and run this offense. And obviously you moved on for Trey, so that's not lingering in the background. You got Sam Darnold. You know, backing you up. But uh it's big big year for uh Brock Purdy out there. Hakuna Matata with Bosa
0: soon you think or what?
8: You gotta get that you gotta get him in the building. That's that's the best pass rush in the league right now. Um uh, you, you gotta get nine seven in the building. I saw something that said he's he's supposed to be available for the Steelers game. Sorry about it, Tone. But I didn't see anything about the deal getting done, so that's going to be interesting. I know yeah, the Bosa's, they don't play about that bread. It so there, like, it'll been, be interesting to see.
0: There's been a lot of projections that deals are going to get done. The Bosa deal is going to get done around this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, ah, you don't do training camp normally about a week, ten days, two weeks out. You'll see that's when the deal will get done. So now there's been a lot of people that are like, it's good, it's getting mm-hmm. close. The deal is going to be done by whatever it is. But it ha why?
5: I, I mean, it like he said like. Sorry about it, but, I mean, they are so fucking stacked at every position. It's, every yeah. single one. Yeah. Yep. They, they, they only got better yeah. on defense. Like, Ridiculous. They yeah. Are, like, Adam Hargrave is yeah. unbelievable. Man. And then, Who was there? oh, the uh, uh, – Cleveland Farrell, who was a, what, top five pick. Now yeah. he probably shouldn't have been there. But he's now on that D-line, too.
0: Like, there, – Armstead. Yeah, I mean – I enjoy watching that Niners team. Oh, it's so man. fun. That's why whenever I hear Jimmy say it, I'm like, oh.
3: They play fast, too. So fast. fast. And they Greenlaw talk
8: shit. And, and they mm-hmm. talk shit. Oh,
0: oh yeah. They they are. It's not just like, a, all right, let's uh, let's line up again and go to the huddle. Mm-hmm. It's like big hit celebration. Gonna hear about it. Yeah, and then we're back. Yeah. And Fred, the way he plays, it's it's
5: unbelievable. unbelievable. Kinlaw, Yep. is going to be in the house that Troy built, so I'm sure he's not going to be motivated there.
0: What do you? Yeah. The Steelers always play good Week One. <laughs> they do. The Steelers always play good Week One. Bosa's not even in the building right now. Steelers play good every week. They, hey,
5: okay. they stack,
8: man. You 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 lose the DC, you lose the Miko then you get Steve Wilkes to come in, who's one of the best, one of the better defensive minds in the league. And then when you are a great defense like that, and you got the offense on the other side of the ball who likes to kind of control the clock you know, throw good uh, inside completions, keep the clock move, run the ball, so you can actually get over there and rest, go over adjustments and then you come out and get back on the field, like that's a bad, bad combination uh, for opponents. How about um, Chris Jones? You know, the Steelers hey, they gotta pay him too, and and now he's kind of in that situation where it's other guys on the team, you know, they're in the middle of kind of a dynasty type run it's other guys on the team, take your team friendly deals, but you know, <laughs> hey, I was the best DT in, in the league last year, in the league that Aaron Donald's in. So, And it's not like this is like a flash in the pan type year for Chris Jones. He's been this guy, you know, for some years now. And you, if you look at that Kansas City defense, that it, everything revolves around 95. The run game, pass game, you need 95 in there. So they got to get that figured out. He said he's willing to sit out, you know, week eight. I think the tweet he put out and deleted so we'll see that. Oh, he deleted to, that? They, okay. they get it paid. I didn't know he deleted yeah. that.
0: I didn't know he deleted that.
8: Yeah, we were talking about that bread, that bread. That of of money. We, That's a lot of money.
0: He's getting fined, yeah. There's a pretty good amount of cash coming yeah. out of his a lot payment. Yeah. Future potential payment is, is disappearing, but we assume that'll be negotiated in there. And to your point about Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes both having team-friendly deals, I mean – if you look at what just happened with Hawkinson, man, Travis Kelsey slides down the list oh, yeah. of how high he is being paid in the tight end department. He's going to go down statistically as the greatest tight end of all time. He reworked yeah. his deal a couple years ago so they can continue to do this thing. That's why the Chris Jones situation is so many different layers. Like you know, Veach is saying that to Chris, and Chris is probably like, "I don't care. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I need to be compensated. Yeah. I appreciate that." But it's not Back. just the money, bro. It's like whenever they're being talked about, how often does the defense get talked about? And how often mm-hmm. does Chris Jones get talked about? Barely. He's the best D-tackle in the game, you said last year, better than Aaron Donald. Yeah. And it's obviously football fans are big fans of him. Yeah. But when you talk about the Chiefs, it's well, not a Chris Jones conversation no. ever. So I think there's layers to it on his side too. You know, so it's like that's and, a tough and the office,
8: Yeah, and the offensive of guys, you know – they're they, they making a lot of money off the field, I'm sure. You know, they're yeah, a lot of people mark- off the field. You know what I mean? Like, Chris Jones, you know, everybody loves him, but you're not going to see Chris Jones, you know, playing in the match or, you know, in big-time commercials or in these NFL. Like, these are two of the faces of the league when you talk about Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So, they solid. And once again, it's always in that locker room. It's like, hey, as a, as a man, as a player, you got to handle your business, you know, how you see fit. So, obviously, I don't have a problem with how Chris Jones is handling him. But I, I, I want to see nine five on that field to see you know how many how many Kansas City can, can run up and if they can actually be like you know a, a dynasty dynasty would be
0: so abnormal if we saw Bosa hold out Jones hold out Jonathan Taylor <laughs> basically hold out that'd be
2: crazy yep. yeah Brian Burns with Bri- Carolina he has been paid he's holding though right yeah. he's holding yeah. yeah
0: true he, he's yeah. holding in the building Christian,
8: but Christian uh, Wilkins he's holding right Yep, he's yep. also holding mm-hmm. he's
0: in the building but what if it is like now granted it's all gonna get figured out yes we just assume right.
8: Has to. It's got to be good. Good, be. good organizations.
0: Too much money. Too much out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. too good I mean, the play. Miami Dolphins, Christian Wilkins holding in or whatever, they paid a D lineman a couple of days ago. They just paid a fullback.
8: Yeah. yeah. A fullback. Highest paid fullback, right? Bro? In the history of the league.
0: Highest paid. More than Patrick Ricard, more than Juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, check over Man. there in San Francisco. The the fullback just got paid in Miami. It's like, Wilkins has been, we've been publicly hearing about him negotiating. It's like, Miami's got two other big deals yeah. done. Yeah. Wow, that's still mm-hmm. popping off. Gumpy, you got to love to see it. The team's coming together. Everybody's getting paid.
2: The boys are back.
5: Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows in uh, McDaniel's offense, you got to have a great fullback. So, yeah, in. yeah, it's <laughs> you true. have to. You know, you have highest pay for sure. Don't pay Wilkins though. Take your time.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that. The number two wide receiver was a wild request, and then literally the next day. Highest paid fullback in the history of the game. Does anyone
5: Dolphin? know what the word fucking request means? No, yeah, but it's not, just an ask.
0: Not
8: Dolphins fans. Like, bro. who it's gives no, a no, shit?
0: Right now in this exact moment, they do not, yeah. Because they're like, it would be insane to trade. It's like he
8: didn't untouchable. It. But like it's untouchable. Number two it's Fucking untouchable.
0: I respect that as a Dolphins fan. I respect you saying that.
8: But with that being wow, said, we just we just drafted him six six overall. Couple years we're coming off his best year.
0: What did we just do with fucking Jonathan Taylor? What, I mean, what are we even talking about? The guy's fucking MVP two years
8: ago. You're running back, no, we got to pay him seventeen million. Back.
0: I'm being fucking told. You got everybody's talking against it's, themselves. I don't want
8: to fucking that's, hear. That's you. cap. That's cat. He's not. I mean, who, who's we we just saw the market? We see what's going on in the running back market. No, Darius,
0: you did. Who's did, did.
8: Pay 17 paid Who's Nobody, paid which is what I think Chris Ballard
0: has been trying to say yeah. this
8: entire time. Yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah, why, why would they reset the market? Now, if he was holding out after that MVP year, Man. that's a different conversation. I just yeah, don't that understand. That was his the third business. year, but I'm sure
0: this Malky was, guy's but, got it figured out, and I do appreciate that. And if he gets a deal look done. Like it.
1: I don't know. He's- <laughs> Possibly
5: the worst holdout of all time. Timing and everything. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Like The
0: the, the entire strategy behind it is just if if it works out, we're wrong completely. Okay? Sure. Which could happen, and business does do that. That is something that could happen. But optically, with where we are right now, with how it has panned out, Colts look stupid. Jonathan Taylor deal looks stupid. Mm-hmm. This agent is hated by the entire city. Yep. I mean – I and Jim Irsay, yeah, and if he's going to continue to do, and we don't know if that's the truth. This is us just projecting mm-hmm. what it looks like from right now. Yep, it's like it's just a bad. This is bad. This is a bad. Dumb. This is a bad thing. This is just a bad business move. But it might work out, and hopefully, Jonathan Taylor still the guy from two years ago, right? That's what we're hoping.
8: Uh, damn, yeah, hell yeah, we hope because you look at yeah, shit, I'm optimistic. pac Man, pac Man, you go in yeah. this Wednesday meeting and you put up the game records. Like who are the three game records on offense for the Colts right now? Anthony exactly. Richardson, the,
2: Michael Pittman,
8: Quentin. We got it. We got it. We, we got it. Ryan go, Kelly like, we go to yep. that center. Bangles. Yeah, but
0: you got to remember go, they're they're going to do center eligible. That's, that's
8: their, right. Yep. Ryan Kelly. Zeke. <laughs> ain't no Zeke. We ain't got no Zeke as center. Okay. Look, <laughs> we got you. You you got to have. You got to have dudes, right? Jonathan Taylor, the last time we saw him healthy, is a dude. Like, you look at all these teams that are at the top, that compete. Like, they got fucking dudes, you know, different difference makers. And not to say that these guys can't become those guys, but right now, you look at our offense, you say, okay, Anthony Richardson, a guy who started 13 games in college, who we expect to have some growing pains as natural, that's the guy that we have to limit. Obviously, his arms and his legs, who's he throwing to? Who's going to get open? Who's going to be dynamic on the offense outside of Anthony Richardson? I don't see how, as an organization, we can let Jonathan Taylor out of that building. Now, you have to pay him. That doesn't mean we got to pay him $17 million either, though. So, yeah. you got to also look at the market as a Yeah, so yeah. They got to repair that shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. We got no game records, But as a... As wild <laughs> request. <laughs>
8: Number two wild Wild. We got no game records on the team. Right, hey, that's the Dolphins. That's the Colts issue. The Dolphins, they got nothing to do with what you got going on over there.
0: Bingo. That's why, like, everybody, like, Dolphins fans are acting like the Dolph... Like... Yes. The Colts are the ones that are making the... Rec- they're giving up the only fucking... Real super talent, if still right, hurt been is an injury that's been lingering a long time. Mm -hmm. His injury has been lingering. He missed camp. He missed camp. It's like an ear infection. He had to go. Yeah, those those ear. Somebody had a T.J. Hawkins Hawkins had it worked out magically
2: went away when he got worked out. Yeah, and a back. Well, that's the thing
0: about the ear. Like you know, a little bit of financial freedom. your ears kind of yeah, perk up. It's yeah, all, that,
4: all that fluid out of there. Yeah, they open up That's and just, right.
0: boom, they just dip out of there. Mm-hmm. The ear, the, I'm happy TJ's ear's okay. Yeah, yeah, me too. Could you imagine having that for that long? Oh, my it's God. You equilibrium trying to, go, to block yeah. and oh, run routes. Oh, fuck. Sorry, oh, Pack. you were about to say something, and we went on a, <laughs> an
3: absolutely absurd. Important ear no, infection. I was just sitting here listening to what you're saying. He was like, this just looked bad for the Colts and everything, but he came out and said that he would play up under the original contract. Sure. That's first and foremost. Second of all, they won four games. Yeah, they still. You was the owner. I don't If If DB was the owner, Connor was the owner, Ty, Tom, yeah. anybody in the building, I'm not paying a motherfucker if we only won four games. Yeah,
0: we're never going to be owners.
3: It then. is a rebuilding oh, year. Okay. I'm paying him, pack, But only reason why he had. <laughs> not <in the> <laughs> You're not in the bill. You're not in the If he was coming off his year, yeah, I would pay him. What are like, you pay him
0: right hurt now? off of last year. You, you pay, pay him, him right now? For this year, just for a one year, like a little bit. So how much like, you pay him?
8: And how much? Once again, I'm not resetting the market. I know his injury, right? I know. Okay. Are you going to be, is it an injury where you could be back to 100% at some point? If it is, I'm um, cool with you sit out the first four. Now, like you said, Pat, this is lingering. And, and I saw some videos of him, even on the sideline, not really walking. Like, you can't walk to where you're not limping. That's, that's, that was weeks ago now. Where is he now? So if, is he, if he's on the track, if I talk to EB, I talk to him, I talk to the training staff, and they say, hey, this is the injury. We think he'll be back at this point. I'm going I'm to offer him, hey, we'll put you at, 13, 14 men. We just saw what Saquon got. We saw what with, uh Jacobs got for like many 13, One year? how many years. How many years? three, four years. You know, oh, you okay. have the first two years guaranteed. Uh, it is what okay. it is. Like it's a young, it's a young guy who it ain't like he had a bunch of injuries in his past. He's a young guy who we've seen him be the best in the league at this position. And look at the rest of the roster. Yeah, Wait, yeah, like it ain't like you, like who else are you gonna pay? You gotta pay? come
3: back and yeah. show something before I, you get paid. I well, what you
8: gonna pay? pay? Where the money? What
0: you
3: doing with the money? So to disagree,
0: to disagree with like they ain't pay some or? things here. We think the right answer, and we are not intelligent human beings, but. You saying you want to agree to like a three, four year deal. Okay. That's different than what we think. We think they should boost his salary for this year. Mm -hmm. And then just like, Hey, can we meet in the middle somewhere for the rest of this year? No, we're not going to be able to get a trade done. And it seems like Jim's not going to want to pay him for four years right now, especially after that year. It's like there has to be somewhere you can meet in the middle. But then you start talking mm-hmm. about precedent being set and, like, how this whole thing's gone and, like, what happens the next time somebody's in this position. And it's like all those conversations start getting chatted yep. about. And it's like what matters, what doesn't. What matters is if that guy's on the field, we're a better football team. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd assume. Game breaker. You'd assume. But also, yeah. him just not being
3: ify a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, him in the building not like is not good for a team that's being built right now. It's like there's so much shit in this. I hope he gets paid. Yeah, yeah. And I did, hope he gets paid. I just think this was all like very poorly kind of executed to
2: get to that point. Jim wouldn't be saying the president. The president's been set with Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, and Saquon Barkley. They all not no, talk
0: about uh, paying a guy who
2: who did who does this. Okay, okay. in okay. your building. Yeah, yeah, Okay.
0: You're rewarding pretty yeah. much the reaction is how they could view it i'm not saying Absolutely. i'm not saying that's how they view it i'm just saying that could be how general managers yeah, that, have viewed things in the past I, that's that's hey you know it's the that's truth that's business though
8: you know it, i understand what doesn't you're have saying, to be business in this building though like that could be that business is, I, I, that there's
3: business in the building because you haven't played. what have you done for me lately oh you're talking about like why yeah. they shouldn't pay you yeah cuz that's yeah. i'm just i'm i'm being honest on the the business side of the point uh part of it like it's Four guys that had a thousand plus yards this year that don't have a three year contract that's maybe a year older than him and playing on a one year deal. So it's no way that you can say, all right, it's good business for me to go and get this guy a three or four year deal or even give him thirteen million. because yeah. the guys who had a thousand yards only give him ten yeah till 11 million, you live in me and you do
0: business how business is being done and everything yeah. we would like to see jt yeah. get 10 years 150 million and him be
8: incredible boom but what we're saying is, really there is, we go
0: we live in reality though mm-hmm. you know like this is where we this is where we live yeah that's, that's yeah. The thing. those
8: other guys they got devonta adams uh you know you got uh, you got a good a good situation over there in new york with the giants you got a yeah. good defense you got a good core good young quarterback you already paid again you believe in him in the future Right now everything's a question mark, especially offensively for us. Defensively we got some pieces. Super young cornerback group. Do we have a dynamic pass rusher? Shaq, we gotta see Shaq get back to where he was. Yeah. Zaire like we got a lot uh you know, we got Buckner up front. We got some dogs around, but we don't we, we need we need those guys. And Jonathan Taylor, when we saw him yeah. healthy, you know, is a guy, was a guy. So Could you imagine Chelsea, if we, Chelsea, we if we
0: win with this team, Ooh, that would be wild. Be sweet. That'd be fun. I don't think the – expectations are that we will other than like yeah let's go win a Super Bowl Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that kind of works against the Jonathan Taylor deal too where it's like hey we're turning over everything here like it is a turnover pretty much of everything and it's like you don't want to be a part of it it's just there's so much shit we hope he gets paid feels like it's never gonna end Chris Jones he's gonna get paid right has to has to Bosa he's gonna get paid has to has to Brian Burns he's gonna get paid has to Has to absolutely. Christian Wilkins, he's
8: going to get paid. Has to. I believe so. Oh, whoa, whoa. 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 I mean, it's a little. You know, when you talk about those premium, premium positions, you know, the pass rushers. If you're an elite pass rusher, elite quarterback, elite receiver, corner, like those are like the quote unquote premium receivers. Now, uh, Chris Jones is a D tackle, but he's there. Best pass rusher as well. So Christian Wilkins, he doesn't come off the field. He's a dog. He, he doesn't need to, you know, take a breath, two plays. You know, not he's a three down guy. He does everything you want. Super athletic. Um, so I think he's definitely worth whatever he's asking for. But when you talk about Brian Burns, Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, I, you know, I think you are talking about, you know, kind of, you know, a step a, a different tier of, uh, of guys
0: alright well good luck to everybody we hope they get their money we can't wait for the did season to play? start with you brother great to see you again what's that thing you're wearing there
8: oh this is uh, a Mercedes Mercedes hoodie oh. AMG you know F1 we did our re sign Lewis Hamilton for two years congratulations so, uh, Lewis you're gonna lose to Vanderstamp
0: Stam. yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah. 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 Vanderstamp's Van- 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 just gonna beat you every single weekend but I'm happy that you're in here you know going on dates of reunions. yeah
8: these Gotta shot. build him a car. Gotta build him a car that can compete. But uh, Verstappen is uh I mean he's dominating right now. It's not it's not fun for the casuals right now. I no, get it. It, it sucks. It stinks. It's not his name. But, yeah, <laughs> of Verstappen of is uh is dominating. It's not his name anymore.
3: Verstappen. Yeah. And I seen you talking shit about the swings yesterday too. The hell? Huh? Me? Yeah, you. Hmm? Damn! I said no. this swing
2: looked good. Oh. Oh. I didn't
3: see that. You're talking
0: about the hole in one challenge.
8: Yeah.
0: Oh, oh I didn't know. That Butler oh. birdies was chirping
8: in the background. I didn't you know. know, that. know I, I, I would never. I, I'm seven, eight months into this game. I, I, I'm not in the position. Gertie had nice Bruce with the lefty. Connor swing kind of stumped. Uh, <laughs> Ty was smooth. Okay. Uh, Pat, you know you was right. I, you had a couple that were. I thought they were going. Whew, you know and everybody. I, you know everybody. I was Everybody it. was on. Nick, Nick came and Nick came out with the knee sleeves and those shots. off the off the ones and the twos came back there. So <laughs> hey, I got respect for everybody. game Pat, you got the come on, bro. You, 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 you changed him? my grip. How you, you hit them? How you hitting them Since your grip you're, advice, You're bro. going with you? the grip. You're going with the baseball grip.
3: Yes, it works. No, Does no, it work
8: no, or not? No, 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 no. No, I can't do the baseball grip. I a lot, but yeah, you're golfing. Yeah, I have to. The thing you me with. The, the thing you told me with the turn? Yeah. The left turn, then that that definitely yeah. oh, That's the turn answer. over, yeah.
0: That's the answer. Lock it in. Uh, yeah. Remember forever. <laughs> Golf is impossible.
8: It's hard. When,
0: hey, when you get here, Tough. we got ten of them for you. Yep. yep. What's your score? Another challenge. How many greens hit? How many greens stay? Mm-hmm. How many. Holding once. Right. Yeah. Because you might mm-hmm. uh, have
8: gotten. A- Russ, did Russ sand that, sand that
0: thing down yet? Shout out, Russ. Russ yep. Green. We're going to need a little bit more sand. Yep. That, that green is supposed to be able to it's hold for 250.
1: That's right. I mean, it
0: certainly can hold if you're throwing like Victor Hovland yeah. Yeah. high ones. Yeah. If, no, not even. DB
3: kinda, is hard. Yeah, a lot oh. of backspin. Uh, you be, i, I
2: jump thought, it up there.
8: It's tough.
0: Some of the golf balls we're using, though, I don't think you can get actual backspin.
2: No. On. No. But man, Bruce no. did bring in 40 chrome sauce. Chrome sauce for Thank you, Bruce. Appreciate it, Bruce. No problem spinning those, tell you that much. <laughs>
8: that's why that guy's got a hole in one.
2: You that's yeah. right. confirm now. Shout too.
8: Foxy out. Foxy my first golf coach. Shout out Foxy. Foxy like keeps my left foot down, you know, from the jump.
0: Fuck. Well, the four Dons of golf is actually yeah, Zito's. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's Zito's. Exactly. Zito, what is it, Z? Head Don. Head Don. Foot Don. Butt Don. Slow Don. Oh, I like that. pretty good. Oh, four okay. downs of golf. That's right. Hell yeah! I can't wait for the four downs of football to start one week Ooh. from now with the NFL college football big slate. Can't wait to dive in. Good luck to your Huskies oh. tonight. 14 and a half point dogs. Yep. We don't
5: have. We cover. No,
2: yeah, they are. No. Cover?
3: Yeah, they are. Uh, it's, we it's, cover. It's yeah. It's fourteen or fourteen and a half. One of the two. Right. y'all gonna cover over and under? Y'all only expected to win five and a half games this year.
8: Hey, you know, that's the expectation outside the building, Pac. I told you, it's only matter, it only matters what's in those footballs. And the expectations we have for us. I just talked to the team a couple weeks ago. No! What you're saying to the boys, hey, fellas, we yeah. can't
0: get into a conference. Everybody wants a school. We can't get into one. Everybody's talking Notre Dame as an independent. We're an independent. Mm-hmm. Are we choosing to do it? Maybe not. But now is the time to rewrite the story of the UConn Huskies. Is that what you're saying to these boys?
8: You know, pretty much. We got people in the in the positions of power that care. You know, they care now. Okay. We got, uh, uh, you know, the, the, got Benedict as an AD. Who? He's calling Arnold, him Arnold. I don't know. You want a guy named Dave, Benedict in there. You do not. <laughs> He's going to change. We'll be yeah. back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, we, hey, we're building hey, We're rebuilding yeah, too. We hey, i was about to say. We're throwing what are you, stones over what are you there. talking
3: about?
0: I'm saying we rebuilding. Nah, no, we're going right into Happy Valley. Yeah. And Garrett Green,
3: is running wild
0: all over the Nittany Lions, brother. Isn't What's it? the line in that game? 20, 20 and a half.
2: 20 and a half. Yeah, we're all taking them 34 and a half.
0: Whoa. Well,
2: <laughs> so we're on the street. That's what everyone's saying.
0: <laughs> you said we, though. You didn't say that. I big. know we all. No, I got.
2: No. I go West Virginia. You, you got one money yeah. line,
0: dude. Yeah. How about this? West Virginia has not announced a starting quarterback. And I've been saying this guy Garrett Green's name for three months mm-hmm. that he's gonna <laughs> run wild. Don't even know if he's a starter. I have no idea. That's how Damn. much I fucking know. But I'll tell you what, the running back there, we paid him.
3: Yeah. Hey, he's yeah. a player. He's a, he's a ball player. player.
0: Offense line's back. Happy Valley ain't gonna be ready for us. Is Connecticut got it? who should we look for in Connecticut's team?
8: All of them. All right. <laughs> wow whole team. Hell yeah, respect. Dude. We okay. just got
0: running back. In a... Yep, mm-hmm. but I guess the whole damn team up there tonight. I guess we're Bama has,
8: has Bama named their quarterback yet? No, no. Ohio State I did know, McCord. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they just did. Okay. Well, and, um, and we saw we saw Georgia's quarterback at the end of the blowout, and naddy Beck Beck is supposed to be a dude. So a lot of court, like you said, a lot of quarterback. moves. It's hard to keep up with this shit now. Well, yeah.
0: gotta get it right. Turn the dog. This guy's just a, this guy's a casual. Shouldn't be on college.
8: Sky likes NFL
4: football, not college football. Get him out.
0: Welcome to Husky Nation, Coach Pagano. Is that the brother?
2: That's is that not, John? Is that? That is. That's that Chuck, is
0: Chuck's yep. brother. Yep, he's Husky. He's he's <laughs> coaching a lot of Chargers, Broncos. Yeah. Now he's coaching for UConn, John.
8: Wow. Hey, we Chuck Chuck. Hey, he's out there. We got Pagano in there. Come on, man.
0: Oh, I on, did not man. know there was a Pagano in wow. the building.
8: Wow. That's big news. I mm-hmm. heard
0: there was an Orlovsky on a motivational video. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just now learned that there was a Darius Butler yep. motivational speech <laughs> on a Zoom a couple weeks ago. Big. Big. Like now it. I'm learning that there's a Pagano in the building. Whoa. Oh, oh yeah. Five five and and half half. Plus 14 and a half tonight. You got it. Ladies and gentlemen, the UConn Husky. Nine year NFL vet. Yes, big sir. brain. Host of the Man to Man podcast. Darius Butler, Thank you.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: And joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is an author. Why? A, a Yinzer? Why? A Hall of Famer? Why? A man who inspired the entire city of Pittsburgh whenever he wore the whistle as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ladies and gentlemen, you've seen him on TV for like the last 30 years, whether it was on coaching or with a microphone, the electrifying Yinzer that is, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Carr.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
9: How are you, boss? How you doing, Pat? I'm good.
0: Coach, I said some things to you last year whenever you got mad about Jeff Saturday getting a coach job, and I didn't like it. As the words were coming out of my mouth, I did not appreciate (laughs) it because, you know, you're a yinzer, you're yinzer royalty, you're a hero of mine, and my family's growing up. So whenever you buried Jeff Saturday and said this was going to end up terrible, I had to stick up for my guy. Now, they won one game and then lost every single other one. They gave up the largest comeback in the history of the NFL. It is not great. We're a dumpster fire. So I would like to let you know, I acknowledge what I said wasn't accurate, and I didn't like saying it. I want you to know that.
9: No, Pat, listen, I understand totally. You're talking about a teammate. Um, I know Jeff is was, um, he's a good guy. I, he was talking about the profession. I was talking about the process that they went through at the time. Uh, Jeff, at the time, had a chance to coach, but he wanted to spend the time in the studio and also a chance to see his kid play college football. I understand that. It's a way of life when you get into coaching. And at times when guys like Frank Reich was let go and was fired, I think there was other people on that staff, Gus Bradley, Scotty Montgomery, who deserved the opportunity to see what they could do as part of their resume because they were there from day one at training camp. They were there going through all the hours and early hours that was there. I believe that's what the process is about. Coaching is not easy. It's a it's a lifestyle choice that you make, and sometimes people wait a lifetime for that opportunity, and sometimes it comes unfortunately at the hands of someone else getting fired. So, I'm talking about the process and I thought very strongly about the profession. Um, it's not easy, and that was what I was talking about. You were sticking up for a teammate, a colleague. I get it. I was not offended by it, okay. but I also felt a responsibility to stick up for my profession and coaches, and I got a lot of people that supported me, and I got feedback from that. So it was about that, and that's the platform I'm on at CBS, is to say what I think is right and make sure that I bring some fairness to, to, to what other people may deem as something that is that took place
0: well i appreciate that and obviously you're one of the greatest coaches of all time It's why you're a hall of famer and why you're beloved by not only your hometown pittsburgh but seemingly in every nfl market and on cbs i enjoy you in that suit at the tip of the table oh yeah, so nice i work in the room a little bit it's nice to see coach but let's dive in to what you just said there about coaching and Mark, the times and the yes. hours like i know that i am not supposed to be a coach A.J. Hawk, who is normally on here, we've had open discussions like, nah, not supposed to be a coach at all. The amount of hours and commitment and everything that kind of puts into place in traveling and moving and the families and the pressure and the expectation, it's its a terrible gig. It is the weight of the world on your shoulders. Do you think in this modern era, coaches are still able to coach? And what do you think coaching looks like 10, 15 years from now with the way we're headed in football?
9: I don't think it's changed at all, uh, Pat. When I think when you look at it, coaching is interesting. I saw the clip that you had with Aaron talking about the greatness of the game and what makes the football the greatest game. He talked about competition, and he talked about the fear of failure. And I think I would say that's very true as well with coaching. The thing I love about coaching is strategizing, bringing people together, trying to mold a team, navigate your way through a 16-, 17-week season, And at the very end, try to find yourself and put you in a position where it's do or die, it's win or go home. And so that thrill is something that brings coaches together. And you're a teacher. Coaches are teachers. We're trying to bring a bunch of people together. I coach special teams that first started in the National Football League. I played special teams. I mean, you were a punter. I mean, you were Plum, West Virginia, Pac Man sitting there in the studio. Yeah. I remember talking to Pac-Man how many times he's a corner. Yeah. That Pac-Man played for us. He was gonna be covering kicks as well. And he knew that. So yeah. <laughs> I said, you know, but that that's what makes the game great because that's the the beauty of it. Is that you got fifty-three guys, you got forty six guys, forty-seven on game day. Everybody has a role. And you know, my my feeling was I trying to coach Pat is I want everyone to embrace that rule, to be as good as they could be. And I wanted to walk on that field with a swagger, a bounce, a cockiness, maybe short of being a little bit arrogant. I says, you know what? And the only thing I ask you to do is don't cross the line. And what's crossing the line? Disrespecting the game, disrespecting the opponent, or disrespecting the teammate. And if you cross that line, my job is to pull you back. But man, I wanted you to walk that line as close as you could. Hell yeah. I'd rather pull you back than you being too far away from and afraid to cross it. So we did have a little chippiness of us when we played. We had a little cockiness of us when we played, a little bounce in our step. That's how I wanted us to play every week. And so I always try to make the game personal.
0: Yeah. God. Coach. Still got
3: it. Yeah. And obviously,
0: you're Yinzer. We've been down to Crafting. We uh, yes. and obviously your hero there. You coach in the Pittsburgh Steelers with that mentality. I think like Pittsburgh people bought into the oh, team. Yeah. This is our team. It's representing our city. It was a perfect fit. Right. Obviously, you're from there, so you are one of the Pittsburgh people. But when a city in a team's attitude and mentality match each other, I think that's when it's really a beautiful thing. And a Pittsburgh Steelers have been able to get this right now from Noel to you to Tomlin. It's not easy as that in everywhere else. Why do you think the Steelers have been able to be as consistent with a mentality, a message, and in the head coaching department when seemingly everywhere else is struggling to do that except for like two, three places?
9: You know, Pat, I think it starts at the top. You know, when Dan Rooney um, hired me, it was a family type of atmosphere you walked in there rest in peace you know i i mean it was yeah rest in peace for dan and now it's arts and before dan it was the chief and you know it was all about culture it was about walking in there and it's about a selflessness you know they they bought the team based on winning money at the racetrack right and so it was just uh, they they lived on the north side i mean mr Rooney with the north hills and you know north catholic and so um, it, it, you felt it when you walked in there It's like leave your ego at the door. Cause you know what? I don't want to hear it. When you walk in here, it's about what you're willing to put up. What can you offer to put together the, the configuration and the collaboration that we're going to have. The personnel people to the person the receptionists. We're all in this together. We're all a Pittsburgh Steel. There's responsibility we have to represent this city, to represent this team with what it really means to be a professional and to be a hardworking blue collar no nonsense no frills competitive Hell yeah. knock me down but i'll get back up because i'll be yeah. the most resilient thing you have ever faced Hell yeah. and I, you know what that's that's who we were that was the obligation we had and mike has taken it and just i just gave it to him and he's taken it and run with it
0: you left those iron cities in the fridge he has not drank them those things <laughs> they're gonna have a little bit of sauce on them whenever mm. those get cracked open
9: Well, I got I got my face in the name of Iron City now. That's one of the great achievements I made. I made I made a a cover of an Iron City beer. Yeah, hey Pat, you've done a lot of great things, but till you get your face in the cover of an Iron City beer, don't tell me about what you've accomplished. I know,
0: (laughs) I know. I just felt this big right there. I'm talking to a giant. Is it the Mongo? Is it an OG? What is it? uh,
9: Iron City OG? It's it's not even. No, it's an Iron. It's not even an IC light. It's an IC. It's a true okay. IC.
1: Wow. Hell yeah.
9: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Right I, say- Holy shit! There oh, oh, it is. Look at you. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Congrats, yeah. Coach. Wow. Let's go. Yeah. Hall of Fame is good. This is great.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Good for you. I'm trying to work my ass and up onto a Turner's tee. You yeah. know what Ooh. I mean? I'm trying, yeah. to get onto, I'm trying to get onto a Turner's tee. I see Iron City. What a collab there. That is brilliant. Unreal. Uh, another Yinzer. Uh, yeah. Tone Diggs has a question for you, coach. Yeah, coach, first and foremost, yes. thank you. I mean, my dad
5: wore the goatee on Sundays, just like you. He had the pullover Steelers windbreaker, just like you. So, yeah, we go way back. Um, but I wanted to ask you, because you were kind of thrusted into it, you had Tommy Maddox, and you guys drafted Ben. And and Tommy started the season, so I don't think the plan was to play Ben as early as as what happened. What do you think of rookie quarterbacks coming in now, and they're basically all starting right away?
9: Well, I, I mean, I mean, Kenny Pickett. I think when you look at what happened with him a year ago, he came in about midway through, and uh, you know they started with um, uh, you know uh, the guy backing him up. I, mean, I can't Mitch. even think of his name right now, but Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch started the season, and then Kenny came in. I think you've got to be really careful. And I think, you know, I, I go back to I, I Anthony Richardson start right now in the Indianapolis Colts, and man, their best player, Jonathan Taylor, is not going to be there for him. And I think that's the best thing you can do with a young quarterback, is don't ask him to do too much too early. I think if you can play defense, you can run the football, let him get a feel for the game. You now, the feel for the you know, playing quarterback in the National Football League from college to pro, number one, the complexities that you're going to go through weekend and week out. The speed of the game that you're going to go through weekend and week out. So it's very hard to get a feel for that. And just, you know, the, the quality of teams that you go through I mean, weekend and week out. You come from college. Well, you play maybe three or four big games a year. Every week is a big game here, and right. you're going to get the er- best. Hey, the best, coach. I, coach I mean, Urban right? Myers
0: said every week's Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> what,
9: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, so I, I just think bringing these guys along in a manner with you don't want to destroy their confidence. And I, I like even what Matt Canada did. If you think about Joe Burrow's first year, they put him in the shotgun. That's where he was in college, and he was throwing a ball 35, 40 times a year. Got hurt. He couldn't even finish the season. The next year, what they do is Zach Taylor, start putting him under the center, run the football a little bit more. And all of a sudden, now the running game complemented that, and then all of a sudden he's evolved to where he's at. I think Matt of Canada did that near the end of last year with Kenny Pickett. Started running the ball a little bit, put him under center, a little bit of the play action. You saw in the preseason, he's starting to feel more comfortable right now. He's being able to process things better. And I think that that's the thing that you want to do is bring him along slowly and don't destroy their confidence. And sometimes if you throw him in there and try to do something, you know, ask him to do too much too early, it could stunt their growth.
0: Yeah, because once somebody loses their confidence, it's over. Like we're yeah, we saw yeah. it with Mariota seemingly this yeah. year in mm-hmm. the training in yeah. preseason, like in that first game, it's like that guy seemingly has lost his moxie right there. And that yeah. is not something that you can regain. You would hope a young guy would be able to get through it, but if you see ghosts, we'll you know, it's uh that becomes a tough thing to get past week in and week out.
9: And that's coaching, too, Pat. I mean, that's the part of that. So I love about that is 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 how much do you give a guy? When Ben came on as he started, what, week three for us, if you watch week three through week eight, you know, he was probably throwing the ball 24, 25 times a game. We were running the football, playing good defense. We were winning. But as he got more comfortable in the offense, as he started to process things a little better because it was repetitive plays that were coming in. He felt more comfortable. We felt more comfortable giving him more and more. And you can just see the evolution of him from week one, year one, to year three, when, when uh, year, and even year two when he won the Super Bowl. So I think bringing people along, let them earn the right to do more, but being, put them in a position where they're comfortable and make sure that they can process things. Don't throw too much at them too fast.
0: Yeah, and if you're uh, Shane Steichen, you know, you just got a head coaching gig for the first time in the NFL. You're doing great. Right. What do you got to deal with? Well, there's guys gambling on the the own team against the own team last year. Okay. There's people late to meetings, late to treatment. Well, uh, so you're gonna have to fix that whole thing. And then also, by the way, best player not happy to be here. Oh, no, no, right. That, not, that's tough, coach. Right? That's Shane's got to balance yeah. a lot of shit here. Almost. You know what I mean?
9: Yeah, and I think he's just got got to take it one step at a time and prioritize what's important. And I would go back to the same thing. It better start with what you have on the inside with the culture. And it's talking about holding people accountable and setting up making sure people are held accountable, whether it means showing up to a a treatment on time, to meetings on time. You know, if, if I had a 205, I was supposed to be on your show at two oh five, but Jeez. clearly I came on at two fifteen. So I said, you know, as a player, <laughs> if you had just said to me, Pat, 2.15, is fine. <laughs> so if I have a t- if I have a ten o'clock meeting, I expect you to be there at ten. Hey, what's th- ten ten? 10. <laughs>
0: what time is so, this two oh five meeting? What yeah. time is this two oh five call? I, we apologize.
1: That's 100% on us.
9: I'm, but but no, but, but that that carries down to all the other things that you do, and Agreed. it's just it's it's a this that's holding people accountable. Not that you're not flexible, that you know things don't come up and that you work with people because individually you're going to have a lot of different people there are in different parts of their contract and being sensitive to that. You know, some people just signed the extension. They feel very comfortable. Some people in the last year of the contract, some people don't even want to be there. And maybe that's, we're talking about the case with Jonathan Taylor. Man, just be sensitive where everybody's at. And I think that's the most important thing with professional athletes is let's, let's understand these are guys. These are the best of what they are coming out. And trying to bring them together so that they can understand a degree of sacrifice they may have to make. But also it's done with a degree of respect and empathy that we can go through with knowing that every situation is uniquely different. And that's the challenge as a head coach. There's no manuscript because every building you walk into, there's going to be certain challenges. And so trying to understand the dynamic of the building, the dynamic of your team while at the same time making sure you have a vision for what you want your football team to be. That's what you're trying to navigate. That's your try, what you're trying to build. And that's really what is great about coaching is that you're a part of that process.
0: Oh. But there's a lot of people that aren't good yeah. at it. I mean, yeah. what was the number? Like 200? How much? How many, I
2: think it was $800. 800000000 yeah.
0: million dollars or something was being paid to fired coaches around the NFL last year with contracts that were still going, which is great news. Guaranteed contracts. Mm-hmm. Get all the money you can get Love it. in that whole thing. But it's hard to win. And there's no patience anymore right now. There's zero that, patience.
9: That's the thing. Right. That's the thing. People don't have patience anyway. And I think that's the thing. What happens with some of the owners that are coming in, you say, why? Why about the Rooney's? They understand that like it it, it, it is part of the process is is going through that learning curve. And some, you know, you sit there and you you look at coaches and, um, you know, I, I was talking to Mike the other day where I saw him at the uh, um, at the Hall of Fame. We sat down one evening Friday night. We still had a chance to talk probably for the first time since he's taken over. And we just start talking about where it is from a coaching profession that he's so much better a coach now than he was when he first got there. I my year year 1 I was just trying to figure out the dynamic of the building and try to win games along the way, understand my team, even understand my assistant coaches. And that's the other thing for a head coach is are you willing? you know, well, who who are you aligned to? Well, you got to be loyal to this. The only person you have to be loyal to is your owner. Because they brought you in there to win a championship. So sometimes you're going to have to tweak. Sometimes you're going to have to make change. And those are the things that you have to be able to navigate. you got to be able to understand. That's why it takes a coach, give him three years. I've always said give a coach three years. And in the three years time, if you're not trending upward, if you don't see a sign of you getting any better or that the plan isn't taking place in the terms of trying to create a direction, a culture, then I get it. But man, those first three years, it's a lot of a learning curve, and every building is different, and it takes a lot of support, people, from the standpoint of personnel, from coaches, Players and try to get that right dynamic.
0: Think about Zach Taylor, coach. I mean, that first year Mm -hmm. they were terrible. They earned Joey Burrow. They they earned Joey Burrow by being so bad. And it was like, this guy's bad, but he won't get fired because the Brown family is not going to pay a contract to a coach that ain't going to be coaching. Like, that is why that's what people were saying about him. Like, this guy would not have a job if he was on any other team. And then now it's like expectations are to win the AFC North, Mm -hmm. expectations are to win a Super Bowl. It's like he got his team in there, his vision in there, and he's we're all very lucky for it because that Bengals team is incredible to watch. Yeah. Coach. You, they are. Coach. Hey, I know you're doing TV and all that shit. You, you're a coach though still, huh? You ever? Yeah. Is there teams that have reached
9: out? Oh, down through the years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wouldn't say every year, but pretty much very often. <laughs> and then what happens? Yeah. You just don't want to commit to the whole? Every- no, you know what? No, I, I, I've i been there. You know, I, I guess I got a little taste of normality when I stepped down. Uh, oh, this I is I did, what so, humans are like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You mean there is an off season? Oh, I can travel. And so, um, yeah, so I, I, I've i uh, I've been able to enjoy the off season. And at the same time, you know, when I lost my wife three years after I stepped down, I stepped down because of her and met my current wife. Um you know, I started thinking about going back. I just said, you know, um, I, I'm good. And plus, I really enjoyed being at CBS. And it gave me a little bit of my fill during the season. i being able to watch football with a bunch of football guys, with Boomer and Phil and Nate and JB. And so we sit there every, every Sunday and watch every game. Um, I talk to a lot of coaches around the league, GMs around the league. Um, you know, and just give them my feedback, what I see. Because sometimes what you see isn't always what's really taking place. Um, I still just very, very involved throughout the league, but I'm more in the priff because I, I just, you know, I, I love the game, Pat. I love the game. I I love to see guys get opportunities. I'm trying to just see why we can get more of the guys like Scotty Montgomery's and Eric Bannamese and get some of these guys get a chance to become a head coach. So I guess that's why we got really passionate last year with Jeff. And so I just, I think it was a process. Mm. I just didn't think you should be skipping the line and jumping in front when other people are sitting there. Like you said, you yeah, man, it's, it, it's a lifestyle. You don't see your family. You're working 70 hour a week jobs. There's no guarantee that you're going to be there outside of your contract, which may be one or two years. If you can get aligned with a good head coach, a lot of times that's, that'll give you the stability that you may want, but that doesn't always take place. So I understand the profession and great respect for the profession, great respect for the game. And so I know we're trying to make it safer. I just don't want us to get to the point where we're playing flag football. Oh, yes! Hey, this know, is a good that, pivot. That's, that's a, the only thing I want to say.
1: This is a
0: good pivot. So let's talk about this because I think why Pittsburghers loved you so much yeah. is because, like, and you talked about this, like, yeah, there's going to be a toughness about like our yeah, team. We're right. rep- We're representing a tough city here. Like this is this yeah. city. Every every person from this city, pretty much thinks they are a tough person. Like, that is that yeah. is what they want to be yeah. represented as. That is what they want to yeah. be. This is what it is. So whenever you think about football and how they were changing a little bit, less practices, less OTAs, a strike zone on a quarterback, uh-huh. there's rules changing to open up tight ends to make it very, very difficult in the middle of the football field. And it's good for tight ends, great for tight ends, but it make it hard to make plays in the middle. It, it got to a point where I think every football fan was just scared to death to your point about, like, if they make this rule change, they're going to make this rule change. If they do this, what is it at? what does it stop at? Do you think the future of football is still going to be tough? Do you think it's in a safe place? Or do you think inevitably there's a chance that all this information about the injuries that we've recurred over the last 50 years are going to scare people into maybe taking away something that we love about football, which is it's a gladiator physical Tough sport, and I think that's why it's popular. Do you get worried about that? It sounds like you do. I,
9: I do. I think Roger D- Goodell has done a very good job of, of making it safer. I, I think that we were constantly looking at ways to make the, more padding on the helmet, make sure to eliminate the concussions. But baseline taste t- testing has been has been a part of everything that we're doing right now. So, and maybe getting a point to we, it's it's such a great. In the industry has earned so much high revenue that maybe we can get the surfaces to all be the same. Oh. I really do believe that has a lot to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. Find a way to make all the surfaces the same because when you think about it, these guys are practicing on one surface, playing on another surface, and then next week it could be somewhere else and give me a surface they'd never even played on when they go to another team. So if we can even that out, then finding footwear that can match the surface, mm-hmm. I think that would do it. The head and the helmet, I think we're acclimating to that. I really do. I just know I go back and I go talk with Mike about that in Pittsburgh. And he had a very physical camp. He went live a lot. And so, and you see the way they played in the preseason. Well, come on, we'll see how what happens if it, you know if it transitions into the regular season. I think it will. I think they're a tough team. They want to get back to running the football and being kind of a tough defensive football team. That's how they play. That's what you get in Pittsburgh. That's like a tough punters wear cutoff shirts, like you guy. Like you. you this know, is partially your home. fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's partially yeah. your yeah. fault. Yeah, you should know that. So, but I, 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 but I still do get concerned. I see a Pro Bowl at. We're playing dodgeball. Come on. I mean, really? I mean, <laughs> I mean seriously. I mean, I mean, I know, you know, dodgeball, even the Pittsburgh, dodgeball was a kind of, you know, we, try, we try to hit people with dodgeball. We try to hurt
0: you. <laughs> I, it is an intriguing little dilemma because how much money's coming in. They don't want to stop the cash cow, but also the game is a cash cow because. The what's possible. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, Roger Goodell does not have an easy job. I understand that. And there's a lot of doctors and scientists and numbers that say a lot of things. And I think you said something in there. I think it was your previous answer, but you just referenced it again, talking to Tomlin. You said it's the first time you've really sat down with him, and got a chance to chat with him, was at the hall of fame. It w- is, was there beef between you two whenever he becomes the guy? And no, why no, do you think that's the case? Just because
9: schedules? We, we've talked, but no, it's respectful space. It's respectful space, you know. And I, and when I took over for Chuck, I, I had a meeting with Chuck, and Chuck just wanted to just say, you know, Jay, you know, I got on a plane with them, and it's just, hey, uh, Chuck, just to so tell me, like, uh, Tommy, you know, you know, you have Neil Donnell and Bobby Brister, what was it like to work with both of them? Which who'd you like? They're both good quarterbacks. Okay, I know another good quarterbacks, but like, was one better than the other one? they're good guys okay okay well so much for that question uh you know hey so so tell me about uh uh, mr rooney and was it hard working for him he's a good owner i know he's a good owner but it was like who did you have to go through a certain person it's a good building i'm going like okay i'm getting absolutely nothing here and so basically the whole conversation rest of the way goes so how's your family coach where are you going to live i go okay i'm going to live in fox chapel family's good i got three daughters um, you know, how, I go, I go, how, you know, is there like anything that I should know about Pittsburgh or like are anything to, within the building? It's a good city. You grew up there. You know, I'm going, OK. So we landed like, OK, I basically just got nothing from Chuck. And I go, you know, I figured it out because, you know, my takeaway was you figure it out. You do it your way. You know what the history is. You know what you're walking into and what your tradition has been, what the expectations are. But do it your way. And actually, when I stepped down, Pat, one of the things I said to Mr. Rooney, and we had Ken Wisenhunt, we had Russ Grimm, and both very good candidates, and I said, listen, I, I think they're both excellent candidates to take over, but you may also want to consider what you did when you brought me in. You brought me from the outside, a set of fresh ears, uh, ears and eyes. And I said, so let somebody else come in here that maybe did like I did, try to figure it out for themselves. You know what you're walking into. You know the mystique is there. The tradition is there. The history is there. But man, put your thumbprint on it. And so when Mike came in and he picked Mike, um, all I did was leave him an Iron City beer and just said, Good luck, brother. And, um, you know, it was, we talked uh, periodically, uh, but not much. And um, we've talked more now as it's 15, 16, 17 years later. Um, but we talked periodically through it. I'd see him when I go back there and just nothing but respect. I'd sit down in his room and like, would sit down, like, where you at with the family? It's more of that because, you know, he was a good football coach. But it's just navigating the personal life as being a head coach in Pittsburgh. is oh. not an easy thing to do, right? So I mean, you know that. I mean, you grew up in Plum and, you know, anywhere you go, you, you, you're going to have to be that. So it's just, you know, try to create a little bit of a, a, a little bubble around you, which I was able to do in Fox Chapel. I lived in the same house for 15 years. Daughters went to high school there. You know, two of them graduated away from Fox Chapel and they, made, they went from kindergarten to Fox Chapel right there. So it was, you know, um, it's a great place to raise a family. It's a great place to coach. Um, but you, you know, you just got to keep winning. Yeah, you definitely yeah.
0: got to win. And they've been doing that. Obviously, no uh, below 500 seasons for Coach Tomlin mm-hmm. since he's taken over, which is obviously absurd and incredible. Still looking to get back to where they are and they might have it now. You know that Fox Chapel place? All those kids hated me. Every one of them.
9: Every Did, f- why?
0: I'm just a white trash kid from Plum, I think. I talked a lot of shit, though, too. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I had to
9: do that. Oh, I, that, may, that may be where it started right there. Yeah. You know, sometimes... <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I I didn't I I grew up in Crafton. I didn't like plum either. So like Darn. whether you were a box or okay, yeah. so because you you were a trash talker and I, that kind of always brought out the best in me. Yeah. I, I I just love to see people trash talk.
0: Yeah, me too. I was
9: a, I mean, that was an I mean, what do you want? I know, <laughs> yeah. but that's okay. That that's why I made it personal, Pat. That's what I like to make things personal. <laughs> <laughs> Pac-Man has a question for you, coach.
3: What's up, coach? Oh, uh, uh, pac I'm uh, how you doing? Um, my question good, is, Pack, how you doing? I'm doing good. My question is, um, I, we come from that tough nose background coaching, but up in Washington, we had a couple guys that's talking about Eric, Eric the enemy, that he's coaching too hard. Goes back to the head coach. Yes. Um, have you ever had that situation where a player comes to you as a head coach talking about coaches being too hard on me? <laughs> and if they did, what would be your answer to them? Professional. Well,
9: you know what, Pacman, I, I, I think that's the one thing that I found is that the one thing about coaching is you're a teacher, but you're working with the players. And you, I learned that. You know, I, I played and went right from playing to coaching. And you know, I went. I mean, I was 28 years old. I went from being a linebacker with with, with the Philadelphia Eagles to coaching special teams with the Cleveland Browns and coaching guys that I just played with three years before that. And You know, I think that you got to be respectful of each guy. I talked about this before. I mean, you want to push them, but man, not everybody, you can treat everybody the same way. Some guys need it. Some guys need it. Some guys will resent it. Some guys will, you'll turn them off. And so you have to know the guys need a pat on the back and the guys need a kick in the butt. And I think that good coaches are like good teachers, not everybody learns the same. Some people can learn verbally, some people can need it to see visually. So, Coaching is the same way. You don't treat everybody the same, okay? But you have you teach everybody the same. You, you treat them, try to keep the, the the parameters in there. So I just think there's, and I've talked to Eric even about that, about the fact of just, you know, there's a fine line between pushing some a team, but where the push comes, there's gotta be a little give too. I pushed our team, but I gave them back too. I just all of a sudden We're done. You guys, the afternoon's off. Let's go see a movie. Um, You know, just, you know, so a little bit of give and take works, particularly at the professional level, because they're not everybody's the same. You got 34 year old people in the room with three kids and a 21 year old in there who's got money in his pocket for the first time so the dynamics are going to be different in that room i just asked everyone to make the same sacrifice the same commitment and then have a group of people within there that you can understand leaders that you have that you can trust and get a feel for the pulse for the locker room a pulse for each position that you're talking about so that you can maybe nip some things before they become problems so you know, what you hear on the outside, again, some people, you know, that's probably with today's social media. Yeah, that's our fault. People gripe. They control. No, well, no. Hey, listen, I'm, we're, I'm part of it, too. Yeah, we're a part yeah, of the yeah, problem, Coach. Yeah, yeah. We're a part of the
0: problem. Every time well, we say, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll I mean, say something, it's like, yeah. well, that's our fault, actually. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, you know, you're. I guess well, you've been in it longer fault. than us, though.
9: Yeah, yeah, definitely your fault. Yeah. so no, I, I. I guess that's why sometimes you sit there on TV, that's why I said like, what you hear, the noise on the outside sometimes a lot greater than the noise on the inside. Mm-hmm. And you guys all know from playing there, Pac Man, Pat. I mean, you know, you know that AJ knows that. That you know, sometimes on the inside they're you, you, they're saying what. You know, so so like, you know, on the inside, you can navigate it because there's a brotherhood that's in there. There's a camaraderie that's in there. There's an understanding. There's a culture, particularly as a culture. I always had an open door policy and I always said one thing. Come in and ask a tough question just to get ready for the tough answer. Why am I not starting? Because I don't think you're the best option I have right now. Sorry. Okay. But- right, thanks. <laughs> Any other questions?
0: <laughs> Anything else? These are- now, did you treat every ref the same? Felt like you did. Felt like you treated oh, every ref the exact same. I want to let you know, Coach, I don't know how often you guys talk about refereeing and officiating on your show, but us, we're a big-time – I don't. I don't want to say the officials hate us, but, boy – we will because they're so important to the outcome of games, so important. Right. They they make decisions that affect jobs, careers, legacies, what? everything. Funny. And it's like there's no questions asked to them afterwards. And I think the way you would get fired oh. up, not only would it fire the city <laughs> up and fans, but your your team sees that and is like, this guy feels the same way that we feel. I want to let you know, I appreciated the way you talked to the refs, even though I assume they weren't necessarily as grateful for all the actions.
9: Well, you know what. Pat, it, it, and a large part of that, really, was sometimes, you know, when things are going awry, you have to be the calm in the midst of a storm, right? Sometimes you have to be the storm to get people wake up. So sometimes I use the officials to kind of create the storm. Oh, like
0: a hockey and fight. So like a hockey
9: it, fight. Almost like, well, sometimes it's just like, you know what? I didn't mean to ever show up, and no, that's a terrible picture. No, that was that was that was my like, God bless the Carter. That, <laughs> think, that was like that was wrong of me to do what I. did. Of course, of course, you've admitted it. You've mm-hmm. moved on. It's all I, I did. I did. It was a great. It was a great teaching lesson for my daughter because she said to me after the game, "Daddy, you were so good by putting that picture in that official's pocket because he was wrong." I go, "Yes, Lauren, he was wrong, but your father was wrong." two wrongs do not make a right oh, don't man. show people up like that so it was a great teaching moment for me so i used that as that moment oh but thank you time, hey way yeah. yeah. nice. hey, to go <laughs> so, <laughs> where to so, go. so <laughs> at the expense of gordon mccarter but anyway that's <laughs> it's okay but um but you know what honestly sometimes it's just you know it's the passion I, it was as i just want to make sure they knew is it it it's important to me as it is to you you know so i just want you to know like like i I was going to stick up for our team. I was going to stick up for, it. and sometimes, again, you cross the line. You cross the line. Get over here. But man, I wanted you to, to walk that line. I needed to walk that line. So it was me that had to be. If I'm going to talk to talk, I had to walk the walk. And so I was always constantly doing it, trying to create the energy and the focus and the ability to understand this where we are and how important the game was. How important it was to be able to do the little things and if the little you know, missing a little thing is going to create missing a big thing.
0: Yeah, I love it. And that moment there that oh. you used to teach your daughter, we were just running it here in the background, more hilarious than I remembered. First of all, your fucking mustache, oh, stupendous. That yeah. jacket, too. Stupendous. That starter jacket. <laughs> yep. Oh, Patty. my God. Yeah. The hair. And then you. this is back in the day where you actually had to print those things yeah. off. Yeah. So you thought you were yeah, right, you and then they printed oh, it out, I, and then you knew you were right, yeah. and then yeah. it was a full-on.
9: because yeah, I – I told Kevin Green, I told Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd, I like, can't. Okay, don't I said, don't even mistake. who was out there. If there's somebody was out there, I'm not going to sit there and make a fool out of myself. They go, no, no one left the field. We had 11 guys. And then someone came up and handed me a picture, and I'm like, oh, now I was like really mad. So, I gave a great halftime talk right there, and we came out the second half, and Jim Miller threw two pick sixes. And we got beat by 30 points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really rallied the boys. Really rallied
9: Uh, the boys. Uh, I swear to God, it was one of the best halftime talks they've ever given.
0: Yeah, well, you know, sometimes the message just doesn't hit until the next week. Yeah. You know, sometimes that's going to be the uh, the way it goes. Coach, we appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much for everything, obviously. And thank you for the words today. You got us ready to run through a wall like four different times. You're always going to have it, Coach.
9: Well, thanks, Pat. Listen, good luck to you. Good, good congratulations on your success and, and everything you got moving forward. Your Saturday gig with the College Game Day—it's awesome. Listen, any a youngster can get, come from Plum to get to the point where he can wear a, the the, uh, the muscle shirt right now and stand up and say whatever he wants to say, man, you you you've uh, broke some boundaries. I like it. I'm proud of you.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you tonight. NC State, UConn,
9: fourteen and a half point favorites. Yeah. You see yeah, that? I, I know. Do you know the I, team? I know the team. Matter of fact, I'm going on the Ring of Honor uh, at the end of this month against Louisville. Wow. So they're, they're putting me in there. Thank you. I'm very, very proud of that because that is a place I uh, I went to school there and I, I made a statement. I went I, I went down there as a boy from Crafton. And I left there a man. So that was... Oh, um, yeah. Um, NC State is a very, very special place to me. Is that where you birthed the mustache? Oh, the, the mustache. You can go back. There's a couple of clips. The mustache was on there back then, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, it was it was grown there, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah things beautiful. Yeah, that's we, my boy to man. He, that's right, yeah, right yep. Here. That's basically a visualization of it all. You're the best, coach. Yeah. Will you come on our show oh, again? Boy.
9: Yeah, I mean, sure. If you ask me,
0: <laughs> that's very cool. That's good. We'll keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah, best. Yeah, we, ladies and gentlemen, Hall of Famer Bill Kyer. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Coach. That
2: was awesome. Unreal.
0: You yeah. were sticking up for a teammate I, as soon as as soon as he saw my clip. Yeah, yeah. He was like. Pat
1: has to say this. Yeah, he's wrong, right. but he has to say. Yeah, he's completely <laughs> yeah. wrong, and he's
0: going to be proven wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a disaster, <laughs> but, but stay guy. He has to do. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I appreciate that he saw that. He's awesome. That was and sweet.
3: That. Yeah, that
0: was a cool. convo. Yeah, seriously, legend. Hey, the motherfucker gets you ready.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. he still
2: got they're it. They're... He started giving that to yeah. like, thinking about football while he was talking. Oh,
0: what I'm saying, not every year, but yeah, most years, people are like, "Hey, Bill, you want to coach again? Or how about you?" Did we know Tone had this book? I didn't. Me neither. This thing just popped up out of nowhere. This is signed by Coach Gower. What? Kidding me? Tony.
3: Wow.
0: Tony. Is that what it says? Yeah, Tony. Tony. Easy to read. It's Tony. Enjoy the read. Oh, I thought it said
2: easy to read. Oh. Like,
0: hey, Tony, even a buffoon can read it. <laughs> yeah, you saw the E. Enjoy the re- yeah, just like the back of this shirt earlier. I thought yeah. it said something. Bingo. I didn't know what it said, but I thought it said
3: something. <laughs> well, right it back, does. Back, I just learned a lot. <laughs> does it say something. Yeah, but it didn't say what he thought. Yeah,
0: bingo. <laughs> I mean, that was like two minutes before the show started. I got pretty yeah, fucked up. It was only him in Whoa, there.
7: Like, hey, what? you want
0: to wear that? <laughs> all right, right? Yeah. sweet. You, you say whatever you need to say to me, man. It's all good. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Cole that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nick was waving a terrible towel back there. We should have asked about fucking Myron Cope.
2: Oh, man. Oh
0: boy!
5: There it is. Yeah, Z asked me, he's like, where's your fucking towel? I said, it stays in my safe until Sunday, and it comes out for games, and it goes back in the safe. And you know
0: I wear that same disgusting t yep. shirt that I wear every single year. Even if we don't win the Super Bowl in that right. shirt, it's coming back next year because the shirt's supposed to win a Super Bowl.
5: That's right. That was shall my 11-0-should-leave shirt. 11-0 shall, 11-0 shall leave shirt. Yep.
2: Yeah. You need to frame that thing if you do win a Super Bowl.
0: Shaleef. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Pittsburgh's a hell of a city, man. It really is. Yeah. Bill Cowher's like the perfect head coach perfect. Yeah. at the time in which Pittsburgh was Pittsburgh. Perfect head coach.
5: I love what he, what Noel did to him, and I love that he kind of returned the favor to Tomlin.
0: Yeah, but I can tell you a lot of things, but also, this is
2: your time, not mine. <laughs> like a smart people thing. Yeah. yeah. you figure it out.
0: Hey, figure it out. That yeah. was. I like that they sat down, though, and just like, what if... So, how do you feel now here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 17 years later, what are your thoughts? Any decisions you regret? And then Tomlin just talking about the expectations of Steelers fans. Because sure. Steelers have a massive fan base. Mm-hmm. Massive. And they are mostly Yenzers. And yinzers, very patient. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, Don't, aren't good at, like, just sawing you
4: down. No. Low expectations usually year mm-hmm. over year.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't talk shit. Like, won't openly say how they feel. Nope. No. So, that's an easy team to coach. Nope. You lose two, three games in a row. This guy fucking forgot how to. This guy doesn't even know football. Get him out. You got some guy sitting at home who's like, "We run the ball just like we did with Bettish. Mm-hmm. Now we got Naj. What's Naj doing? And you get a chance to see it on social media now more than ever. Oh yeah. But Bill Cower's like, "Thank God, I'm starting to. Get- Everybody's starting to witness this. It's impossible to keep in." Of- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really yeah. is. And I bet you Tomlin feels the same way. He do. handles it pretty well. He does. He's got an unflappable confidence. It feels like. Have to have
9: that. Yeah, the bars. He's
5: always the same. You can't tell any difference no matter what.
0: Let's go to Rob in Chicago. Rob, what's going on, pal? Hey
9: Pat, what's up, boys?
0: Hey, what's going on, Rob? What do you want to talk about?
7: Uh so Pat, I saw you tweeted last night about ninety two thousand people packing a football stadium in Nebraska mm-hmm. to watch a volleyball game. Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah, Rob Unreal. We got a chance to chat with that with Joe Thysman. Unreal awesome. is a great great descriptor there and I guess this is something that I should have known about happening right we should have known this this is a historic event taking place in Nebraska I played volleyball in high school it was my favorite sport that I played, love the sport of volleyball. It's sophisticated, there's strategy, there's a lot of athleticism in there, and there's moments to lose your mind. Like, when somebody gets, when somebody spikes one and it just hits the ground, lose your mind. When somebody blocks somebody, roofs somebody, lose your mind. There's a lot of joyful Mm -hmm. moments. I've always thought it should be a bit more popular than it is. Now, our high school volleyball team, we used to fill up the basketball Mm -hmm. gym, Mm
1: -hmm. and there
0: was fights because of our volleyball games, which seems to follow... The Fox Chapel conversation with Bill Cower. I mean, I mean, it's just a nonstop thing in Pittsburgh, but like volleyball, great sport. I did not know no, that no. Nebraska had a team, a women's volleyball team. Very good. It- Seemingly. Yeah, that yeah, great. Not just good, great. And I appreciate the fact that everybody in Nebraska is like, yep, let's do this. I saw people tweeting, uh, like, a couple other schools could do this if they wanted to. We'll do it then. Yeah. Do yeah. you think you could get 92,000 people to show up for an event for something? That is not normal. Like, people see football teams do this, or like Taylor Swift do this, <laughs> yeah. or like Beyonce do this, and they just think this is a normal thing. If you build it, they will come. They say, that is not the case. People choose not to do shit all the time. The fact that 92,000 people were like, yep, we're going to support our team. And the girls, I think, showed up and had the Moxie and Swagger. What a moment. Congrats to all of them. And congrats to volleyball, the sport as a whole. Yeah. Getting some recognition because Nick sent me some things last night. Volleyball's ratings, good. Here we go. Like climbing. It's super fun. Everybody thought pickleball was going to be the sport that kind of takes over. But watching pickleball kind of mm. stinks. There's a it's couple cold. players that are electrifying to yeah. watch. Yeah. But mostly pickleball is not fun to watch. Fun to play, but as a spectating sport, not great. Volleyball actually drives a little bit of numbers. Mm-hmm. Dro- volleyball now is filling up fucking football stadiums. What if volleyball is the sport? And what if we look back on this moment like 10 years from now? It's like, hey. The Nebraska women's volleyball team was the one that kind of opened everybody's eyes about the sport being maybe that sport that can crack in and crack the code of people wanting to watch and enjoy it. I think it was a big moment like it, It's awesome. It's awesome to watch during the Olympics, and
5: everybody loves beach volleyball during the Olympics, like, and it's super fun to watch. Um, and not to bring it back to football, but, like, this is why when, like, Nebraska had coaching job was open and they were like, oh, well, Nebraska's been shitty at football for years. That, it doesn't matter. That fucking school and fan base shows up for pretty much – that remarkable. was remarkable. So yeah. cool.
0: Like I, I understand that there was a lot of people in those stands that had never seen the women's volleyball team. Well, that was a yeah.
4: spark, too, is I think they did either a country concert afterwards or before it, I can't believe. So Like maybe some of those like fringe people who like you know didn't necessarily want to go to a volleyball game would be inter- interested in going to the concert, but then you go see... It's like, oh, they, yeah, we got like, a team. Oh, this yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We got a team. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. There's no way every school could do this or no. any other school, really, because, I mean, this happened in the NBA. Like Steph Curry when they went to San Antonio, they play in the Alamo Dome, and that was still only fifty-seven thousand people. Not only fifty-seven thousand is the biggest basketball game ever, but 90,000. 90, yeah. so many, so many people, so many people choosing
0: people. to go do this. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that, you, you got to get humans to leave their homes, mm-hmm. yeah. cancel plans, prime time spot, go sit in the middle of the week. Yes, sit in a very tight confined spot. Some of them. And just go – it's like, that is very impressive. So cool. And tonight, Rule got a chance to debut the team oh, yeah. against old Minnesota. Mm-hmm. B.J. Fleck saying, Matt, Rule, welcome to the Big Ten. You know, the off-season conversation about PJ Fleck was, this guy has a banking system. Yeah. <laughs> he got Fleck coins. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. How dare he. <laughs> people are manipulating things. And How are you doing? Elite. I don't care if you're not good. You're elite. Better say welcome. it. Welcome. You're lucky to be here. How you doing? Good? No. How you elite. doing? You elite. tired? No. You're elite. Damn right. They tried to get him out of town. Yeah. yeah. They were trying to get him out. Instead, what I think happened was a little baby face turn for P.J. Fleck, Seriously. the head coach of Minnesota, because a lot of people were like, the people are trying to get a guy out of a building because he's trying to basically build his culture and his views or whatever. I don't know how Nebraska's going to be this year, but I do know that when Rule is coaching in college, he's good. And we just need to maintain that theory this evening as we watch the Minnesota uh, Gophers take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He's been
5: incredible at turning around programs. He turned around Temple, he turned around Baylor, but both of those first years at those places were were terrible. Like he took over and it took a year at both of those places. But uh, for tonight, Minnesota, they lost their quarterback Tanner Morgan, who was just on the Steelers. He got cut, and then Mo Ibrahim, who ran for I don't know, oh, he was so good, a yeah. billion yards a game. So. Minnesota's a down year. It's a good year for Nebraska to catch them opening weekend, I think.
2: Mm. I love, though. Go.
4: Keep in mind, though, PJ Fleck early in the season is when Minnesota usually shines because the snake oil hasn't exactly worn off yet. So come on. You get to like, you know, mid November, late November, that snake oil is. Now he's baby faced now. Yeah, but again, you know, early season. A lot of people are invested in the Fleck coins and how many they have in the bank and stuff like that. If they have lost, you know, four or five games by the time November comes around, that's when the snake oil typically wears off and people oh. stop giving a shit. Who hates Iowa? We, we hate, hate Iowa. Iowa, says the Minnesotans. Yeah, because they very rarely, if ever, beat Iowa. That's why. <laughs> Watch out, PJ Fucking
0: fucking around this shit. Nope.
4: Yeah, he wasn't last year, but, you know, they choked at home against Iowa and they were supposed to win. Iowa, you know, worst offense ever. They still couldn't beat them, so. Mm. Not
0: enough people were rowing the boat. We heard about it. Yeah.
4: Literally. Yeah, That's people true. were complaining. There's people rowing
0: the opposite direction. Well, that sounds, this like, year. that sounds like a coaching issue. Well, they got that all sorted. Because well. now everybody, when they're asked how they're doing, mm-hmm. guess what every human in the building is saying? What's that? Elite.
2: Elite. So they might be all in. Mm -hmm. It might
0: be elite buy-in from Minnesota. Whoa! That'd be great to see because of a potential lawsuit that was going on. Yeah, they were trying to get him out of there. Oh yeah, crazy. This guy makes us all wake up at the same time. What? (laughs) This guy makes us run hard. Mm -hmm. This guy tells us we need to do stuff. This guy is a problem. Not my coach. (laughs) There's
5: rules like that as well. Tell you what, Gumpy is drinking the rule Kool Aid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get What's in it? early. Get in early. Nebraska outright tonight.
0: Okay, I like it.
5: <laughs> I like in. Rule, too. I'm fucking so. all in on Rule. I'm all in on... Uh, Wisco. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm all in on Wisco. Yeah. Yeah. In. Coaches Wisconsin. in
5: college football are just huge. I, I
0: think so. But the Rule thing is interesting because Nebraska literally was... They were supposed to be good with Frost, right? I mean, oh, yeah. He, he was like a Navy SEAL. I remember they were... Yeah, like their, their recruiting UC, yeah. classes
4: were... Top tier too, and they were just bad, bad, so bad. That
0: made no sense to me why they were so bad. It's like Wisconsin. Luke Fickle comes into a pretty good spot. I'm not saying Nebraska isn't a great spot. It could be at some point because their fans are fucking. Could you imagine having that fan base?
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, they're crazy.
0: Ninety two thousand women's volleyball.
4: Big
5: old stadium. Big old stadium. Fans are diehard.
0: Jim Carrey and Yes Man was right there, third row. Was I forgot? Let's go to David in Odessa, Texas. What's going on, David? (laughs)
10: Pat, boys, how's it going? Keep it moving. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. All right, I got a little two-parter for you guys—one for the boys and then a football one for you, Pat. Uh, earlier, you were talking about how you can't wait for uh, the new ESPN crowd to get a uh, gander at uh, the talent that you got guys got going on at the Thunderdome. Uh, I can't fucking wait. Personally, uh, I've been wanting to do this oh, yeah. for a while. I've been wanting to say that Madame L. Typer is a fucking dog so i can't i'm so excited for you guys and uh shit i can't wait to walk into a tire place and oh look it's pat and the boys on the espn screen how dumb is that gonna be
1: honestly that's Mm -hmm. gonna be so bad that's gonna be very very dumb
10: so awesome Uh, and also pat uh come september 17th I, i hate to do this to you uh i know you got a lot of good things going on for you right now um you know espn move you're properly jocked now. Thank you. And uh, Anthony, Anthony Richardson is a, it seems to be a guy. Yeah. But uh, come September 17th, the Houston Texans are going to whoop the dog shit out of your precious Indianapolis. Whoa. Whoa.
1: All right, David. Whoa. Go Mojo.
2: <laughs> Go Mojo. Go Mojo. What's that?
0: Odessa. Odessa, Odessa yeah. is a... Front of
2: Yeah, Permian Panthers.
0: All right. Thank you, boys. <laughs> David's an asshole.
2: (laughs) I saw that one coming.
0: As he was building up. Yeah, as he was building up. Yeah, he was starting to really start.
2: Yeah, seventeenth is the second Sunday.
5: Sixteenth was a Saturday.
2: Yeah,
0: I do appreciate him. Genuinely, I do appreciate him calling in and putting over the boys. It's always good. Mm -hmm. Texans are Texans. Okay, Texans are the Texans. You didn't know that.
2: CJ Stroud looked good. It looked really, really good. So I, does Andy I thought CJ s- Stroud looked very good.
1: Mm-hmm. Even from
0: even night one. Yeah. yeah. I, I was watching CJ Stroud. He had that one drive. He threw a pick. And I was like, not a bad outing for old CJ Stroud. And everybody's like, whack, whack, whack. I'm like, he looked like he was at least. Looked like an NFL quarterback. Looked like he knew what he was doing. He yeah. broke the huddle, had mm-hmm. the whole thing. It's the first preseason game. I think from then to like after the third preseason game, it's like, I think CJ Stroud's probably going to figure it out. Ooh. I think CJ Stroud's going to have a chance. Now with the offensive line, Give him a shot, you would think that, because Tuns was down there. They invested in there. Then you start looking at the other side. Willie Anderson was just somehow unblocked every single play in college and in these preseason games. I don't know how that works every single time. Yeah, he had a he yeah, he just literally was just running free at quarterbacks in college and in the NFL. It's like is his football IQ so high that he just like Okay, they just shifted to the right. That guy's not going to block anybody. I'm going to be wide the fuck open (laughs) here. And if that's the case, that's a great trait to have. But nonetheless, I like D'Amico Ryans. I think the Texans are not bad. Oh, yeah. You know, I heard Joe Theismann talking about how stacked some of these divisions are, and he didn't say, he didn't say
2: AFC South. That was weird. He just forgot, I think. Hmm. He said
0: AFC East, AFC North. AFC North. AFC West. Don't sleep
2: on Seattle, he said. I think he left out the Chiefs, too. Yeah, so that's probably why he was like, you oh, know, the Chiefs, I mean, they, they're they also in that tough division the same way the Colts are. We got who, Jacksonville week one?
5: Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: J- Jags oh. at home, one o'clock.
5: Getting four and a half. Yeah, interesting little spread there. That's it. That more feels a little.
1: We
0: should probably get a little bit more, right, don't we? Yeah, yeah, it should well, probably. I, mean, be seven. I was
5: thinking in my head that's why it scares me.
2: Seven and a half, eight and a half. So Billy
0: Walters is seeing this, and he's like, well, what... let me check the book.
2: Let's see if it's in the book. Sports book or? No, in
4: my book, the uh, rules are in a book, but then I'll check the sports book.
1: Life All the sports books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's,
0: what's the name of the book?
4: What, my book? Yeah. Uh, what is it, like Secrets of a Gambling or Life at Risk or something? Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, It's in a book. You read a book, you figure it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's on the book. That is, that is, the, that is the, the title. Yeah. <gasps> Gambler. Gambler. <gasps> secrets, yeah, so how you, secrets of, of, of Life at so Risk yeah,
4: well, I wrote the fucking thing, so I'd hope I know the, you know, the name of it. It's in the book. Again, you know, just well, in a couple chapters. It's on the front. And on, the, on the front of the book, in the inside flap of the book. Side. Uh, back and, of the book. In the actual book several times, mm-hmm. and then you yeah, had the back of the book as well. What? what chapter do you debut
0: that, you know how like they, you never know like the name of songs until it like okay. pops up or whatever? Mm-hmm. When do you start talking about the life at risk or whatever? Is that just immediate, the motto through the whole thing, or is there a certain story that we need to dive into in the book?
4: Uh, well, again, all this stuff is in a book, so uh, okay, if, you, if you read a book, you will, you know, kind of realize it, but, um.
0: How many times did he, did you tell us that?
4: Uh, in a book, well, I ended every sentence with, again, it's in a book. Uh, I started every sentence with, it's in a book, too, because I'm trying to sell the book, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> if we get the, the lockete whale bet of the day. Man. From Billy Walters.
2: That'd be a The of the
0: yeah. Why? I think we just call it the Locketay, mm-hmm. Whale Bed of the Day. Mm-hmm. From Billy fucking Walters? Bruce, where are we with that? Bruce was the point person for yeah. us. So we okay. got you know, oh, we okay. always gotta always gotta watch it. Is that locked in or what? How do we go about getting that, you
8: think? Um I followed up and have not
2: heard back yet. Oh, it's uh, in the book. Damn it. It's in the book. We'll just have to use his keys. Yeah. Read your keys. Damn. Golly. He's got a good keys. Who's that? There it is.
4: Walter. Well, 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 oh, bonus ball. ball bonus, ball, ball, bonus, ball, ball, bonus ball,
2: ball. bonus ball. Oh, get uh, legs. Uh, Jabba. Yep, Thank you, Jabba. Counts. counts. Thank you, Jabba. Where would you go, Jabba? Thank you, yeah, Jabba. Move, oh, you. move your ass. Oh, waste
0: oh it. got it. Wasted it. Sorry, Jabba.
2: Oh, yeah. Bang. Yes. Oh, my God.
0: I'm so sick of it. I am so fucking sick of Pulling
2: it. One after the last break. Yeah, put one in. Go yeah, right, right yeah, in. yeah, swoosh. Nice. nice.
0: There we go. Yeah. Nice. Yes. All right. To up. Needed that Thank one. You. That's a sick bracelet. That's sick. Let's go. Romy. That's from me?
3: Tajay.
2: There it is. Same. Tajay. Gonna need that this weekend. Mm. Earth. It's like Dwight Howard's
0: Rolls Royce or whatever. Mm-hmm. you
2: see that? Yeah, like, I did. It starts with a ring.
0: Takes a championship ring and just puts it on the front
5: that's how you start hood ornament
0: one. and the car starts.
2: Oh, that's so cool. Sweet. I did not see that.
5: That's
0: so much money. I can't even imagine how Oh he God,
5: does he have that in the Philippines? Is that?
0: Thailand? No, he's Thailand?
2: In- yeah, he's in Thailand.
0: A lot of stuff being said about. A Taiwan? Oh, really? Yeah. Taiwan? A lot of stuff on
2: here. <laughs> there is. Is he in Taiwan? I, think, I believe he's in Taiwan.
0: A lot of stuff being said about Taiwan. Too. That's
2: it. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Send us all into oblivion. Bring it on.
0: What happened with that guy yesterday that does the politics? <laughs>
2: Mitchy? Mitch? Oh boy.
0: I saw it on the national news. He's still mm-hmm.
2: standing there. He came back. Man, he, he came back. Kept... How about his, his assistant, the lady? Yeah. Are she, she, oh, you okay? Do you want to take the a break?
0: You
3: hey, to lady, just get him off the stage. You
0: yeah. guys can say your questions. Yeah. Lotter, speak up. How about her, after he doesn't answer that thing, and he says he's okay, she goes, uh, any other questions? Yep. It's like, yeah, a lot. We have a lot of questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, now. Lady, Senator, we we all run- got questions. Are you yeah. running or not? Yeah. Oh, we got questions. <laughs> Oh, fuck.
1: You
4: know, she's Ooh. just waiting to, to get up there and grab him by the arm and be like, Did you hear that, old man? You think she's not I room. think oh, she's she is so sick and tired of doing what she's doing.
2: AIDS <laughs> Mitch.
0: They tell me, I commit to this job, I'll see a big promotion. Yeah. This would be great for my life. What do I have? Oh. A guy that can't talk into a microphone yeah. at a talking situation in a talking. I mean,
4: cheeseburgers she's blended into smoothie. To oh my him. god! Yeah. Laying him on mm. changing tables and bathrooms and oh. changing his diaper. I'm
0: trying to change Mackenzie. She gets her legs moving. I guess oh, it could yeah. be a little Tough. bit easy yeah. Yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah that guy's legs
5: don't got move. Got that locked up thing that yep. happened.
0: Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, 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 allegedly. All this stuff is alleged. Like, no, no, no. He
5: he, he gets locked up. Oh, he's dehydrated. I just that was just sent in. Oh, let's get, get an dehydrated.
0: IV in the guy. You, they wouldn't be able to.
4: Yeah, no. they they probably? I guess inside of him. My- Sir, you don't have any veins.
0: Sorry, you have no soul or blood. We can't find it. I think it's been drained. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: So just. Might just have to open his mouth up and just dump, dump water. <laughs> yeah. He's got the water
2: board so a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, his people can swim.
0: <laughs> oh. How is that the best you smart people got? Isn't that their thing? Politics? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe. You smart oh, yeah. people?
5: Oh, yeah. Those it was I- Ivy Leaguers. Actually, I think the smart people are going private now. Private
0: sector. Private sector?
5: Yeah. <laughs> and BlackRock. Boom.
0: Oh, you couldn't wait to get that
2: one. Nope. I, I saw that word Good around. Well, don't you event. worry. They're in politics, too.
0: Well, of course. <laughs> there was trend- they were trending the other day. I didn't know exactly what it was. I'm like... Oh, BlackRock, this is, I can't wait to see what this is. going to be hilarious. You know, I was thinking maybe Black Twitter got a hold of something. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, maybe there was like a new, I thought there was a new historic thing. New moon? No. Nope. Like, oh, no, that is not. Yeah, maybe a new moon. Yeah. Maybe some crystal ball to power with the fucking super yeah. blue moon that was out there. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. Nope. Just all the powerful people put all their money in one place and they own everything.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: That's sweet. Oh, good ball. Oh!
5: Was that moon cool? I fell asleep. It was super cool. Super okay. blue moon. Very bright. So
0: blue moons happen once every three years. So whenever so, uh, somebody says, once in a blue moon, that's every three Boom. years. A blue moon is two full moons in one month.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 Last yeah, yeah.
0: night was a super blue moon, which I'm not 100% sure what it means, other than the fact it might have been brighter than other blue moons. This fucker was a spotlight. Yeah. The next one's coming in 2037. Uh-huh. Super blue moon.
5: God damn it. I fucking set my calendar. No, that's know. why I recorded it. You're yeah. here, right here. You uh, Close
0: your, kind of lock in. You'll be there. You're there. It was really bright. That is bright. Really bright it was. Yeah,
2: Bruce sent a photo too. Coming his off water too. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. There it is.
0: Yeah, I went to somebody else's house and got a chance to get the this shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is was, not where I live. Thought
5: it was a lighthouse out there.
0: Yeah, it was very bright. It, it was almost like Yes Man when they flipped on the moon. Oh yeah, yeah. When they were looking for his ass. Yep. Or not the Truman Show. Yeah. yeah. When they're looking for his ass. Yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like, honestly. Like, walked into this person's living room uh, out of the bathroom and Mm -hmm. bedroom, and it was just, like, so bright coming in. I'm like, what is this? Is somebody driving on that lake? Mm -hmm. And they go out, super blue moon. Super blue moon. Super blue blue.
2: Something's going on up there, too. 200 tons of garbage on the moon left by humans.
0: Yeah. Is that actually I see this on the internet. Wealth has a lot of incredible posts on Instagram. Very... Wide array of things. They do. Wealth is posting on there after 50 years of exploration. Is that right? Because 1969, right?
2: Yeah, but they just don't like to tell people when they go back.
0: After 50 years of exploration, the moon carries weight of nearly 200 tons, not American, of human artifacts, including abandoned robots, discarded spacecraft parts, and moon buggies. Mm -hmm. Among these remnants are items never meant to return, like a fallen astronaut figurine beside a plaque commemorating fallen explorers, and unexpected objects such as bags of human waste. These lunar mementos, ranging from golf balls and family photos to scientific tools and experiments, bear witness to humanity's enduring connection with the moon. I thought we had no fucking connection with the moon.
2: So what they tell yeah. you.
0: Well, sorry. Go. One oh. time connection with the moon.
4: Oh, we've, you know, orbited the moon countless number of times.
2: They gotta and go.
0: then
4: while we're just taking dumps and throwing them out there? Bingo.
0: Fucking I throwing them don't on the moon. Know. Yeah, I don't, I don't fully comprehend mm. how this happens. Dark we're,
2: side of the moon.
0: We got be. people up there, huh?
4: Yep. Have to. Also, I looked at this and saw how uh, they spelled tons and realized it wasn't, you know, an uh, American interpretation. I said, fuck this shit. This is... <laughs> I, don't, I got nothing to say from this.
0: That is not the right way to spell tons. It's not. We tried our best to understand what you were saying, but we just exactly.
4: couldn't comprehend what you were doing. Spell color, C-O-U, or C-O-L-O-U-R. That ain't how you spell Can't do it. Can't No. That ain't our English. The worst. No, it's not. <laughs>
0: I don't understand how languages have evolved so much. Now, let's not even dive into how sounds are something in one place and then sure. just meters away mm-hmm. it is not that, and they grew up next to each other. When it, I don't know how that all works, but I will say ours is the best. Oh, yeah. Far, Hands far. down. Our language is the best. Hands down. Can't learn any of the other ones, so that's why I'm saying this one is the best. It's the only one I speak, so it's the best.
2: It's By far. the language of romance.
0: I don't think like it's ever been said.
2: Don't tell Noah Lyles
0: Agreed. that. We do have a world champion
2: language. Well, don't say that out no. loud.
0: No, I think English has been tried all
2: around the world. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, China's making a push. That's what I heard. Teaching in schools now. Yeah, but Gallagher. Yeah, he ain't going to I sure hope not.
4: I'll
5: eat the oranges, but I ain't speaking the language.
2: Well said. Clemens? Thank you, Tony. Clementine? No, Mandarin. Mandarin. Words.
8: Oh.
1: Nice,
2: Mandarin <laughs> oranges are orange delicious. Chicken. So good, hey Tony. You just ordered some of those. I thought Mandarin oranges. No Chinese food. Oh, that's that heavily Americanized.
5: That was quite the story yesterday.
2: What you were eating? So we
5: came. We came in. For yeah, because we're all kind of like dieting. We played. No. We came in for playing golf. Forgot to order lunch. Okay. what's going to get here?
2: 11.05, that's a very important part. It is actually 11.05 on the dot.
5: 11.05 on the dot. I said, what's going to get here fast? I scrolled through the DoorDash.
2: My order arrived here at 11.13.
0: 11.13! That's like freaky fast. Like Yeah,
2: Yeah, like they were sitting there like, "Uh, Tony needs to order this right now. (laughs) I don't know what we're going to do with this food.
0: That's unbelievable.
5: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How happy are you? My stomach didn't feel great later in the day, so...
0: But it was there. Yeah. It was there. You had nothing but time. <laughs> nothing but crazy. All of a sudden, I got forty-seven minutes. Yeah. 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 Holy hell! You would think the trip. I guess it's right down the road there.
2: Whole thing. What'd of orange you get? Chicken general so. Yeah.
0: Orange chicken, general so. General so. Oh Respect. Shrimp fried rice. Chicken fried. Oh.
1: Chicken
4: fried rice.
0: Shrimp Any noodles? No,
5: nope. that was it. It was it was a lunch combo.
4: Egg roll. No. Well, typically, egg rolls. Like we
0: said, we're trying to eat less. Yeah. You're eating General Tso's and fried fried rice.
2: Yeah, but no egg roll. Egg hate, roll puts it over. I hate hearing that fucking laugh in the back.
0: What?
5: What are you talking about? I hear those two fucking cackling next to each other. Who? You can now. want to hear it on the fucking. <laughs>
3: What's the issue?
5: <you> <laughs>
0: those two are literally the peanut gallery.
5: Yeah, they happen? are. They're so they are. sitting in a place uh-huh. that's above everybody. And you can hear them through the glass, but. Uh, no one on the show or, like, the audience can't hear him, but we can hear him. Oh Oh, yeah. yes.
1: Oh, yes.
2: Yeah. Beautiful. Dude. We have a great time. I <laughs> saw our show
0: uh, on, uh, with Skip this morning. Yeah. yeah.
4: He said right. K- Caleb Williams is the best college quarterback he's ever seen in his lifetime. Really? Yeah. yeah. Keyshawn and Skip just fucking ripped him to shreds. Oh, did? Yeah. I just saw a lot I of it. I didn't watch any of it. Keyshawn didn't like what he was saying, though. He said Vinny Testaverdi was pretty fucking good. Ever
0: heard of him?
2: Yeah. I mean, Tebow. Well, Keith, going back USC to the guy, Florida right? Gators thing, Tebow was just so absurd.
1: Yeah, he was good. Absurd.
2: Yeah.
0: He was, and he won.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's the thing about Caleb. Like, he did. He's going to have a lot of highlights this year again. Mm-hmm. And NFL teams are going to be very pumped to get him in the building because his playmaking ability is seemingly ridiculous. Yeah, off the chart. And his confidence is what you want in mm-hmm. the whole thing. But they're going to have to win for him to get another Heisman. And I hate that that is the judgment. Well, he's not going to win a has but he might. I mean, fucking, hey, they're only up 21-14, though, at halftime. And their defense seemingly has the same issues that they had last year. But we're only week zero in. yeah go. Go. We're only week zero it's in. Time. I rode USC hard last year. I had him in the playoffs because mm-hmm. I liked everything they were doing. I don't have him in the playoffs this year just because Pac-12 is stacked. But we should enjoy the hell out of Caleb Williams, no matter how much. But that's sports media we got to start comparing this guy now to Tim Tebow. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. we got to start comparing this guy to Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. You know, John Elway. I yeah. You start yeah. going through all the Joey Burrow, the year Josh he had. Josh Allen mm-hmm. yesterday. Like, every, you start comparing these. I don't think coming out Josh Allen was being talked about. No, he, no, no.
2: He was he being – someone was com- being compared to him.
0: Yeah, but I'm just it immediately it has to start happening. Yeah. And it's like it, – it's mm-hmm. a gift and a curse of having success, uh, especially in L.A., but – Let's just take him for what it is. Well, yeah, Zachariah
5: football. Branch is unbelievable, though. Fucking yeah. he's so phenomenal. Good, dude. Love that kid. <laughs> so good. Had
0: no idea that that was going to happen, obviously, but he they put a stats together for former USC greats. He had like 184 yards or 200 and some yards yeah. and two yeah. touchdowns accounted for with a kickoff return Perfect. and also wide yeah. receivers. Like, that's going to be good. That's
2: him a week.
0: Because <laughs> Caleb can ex- extend plays. So that Zachariah Branch guy, who's seemingly faster than everybody else on the field, he should be having a big year, especially because Caleb's got a big arm. Mm -hmm. So that seems to be a great little weapon that they found and added in there. They lose Jordan Addison. Oh, Oh, that would have been sick. That Pac-12 is loaded. Tonight we get a chance to see Utah. Yeah, pumped. against Florida. No calm rising, but... Yeah, cuz his knee injury that he suffered or whatever in um in the uh, Rose Bowl. Yeah, who they had they said somebody's name, notable name playing quarterback, I heard. For him?
5: Yeah. For them uh is the guy that came in for him when he got hurt in the I can't remember his name either to be to be honest with you. There's a lot of people in college football. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Stop. Yeah.
2: In a lot of schools. In a lot of transfers. <laughs> a
0: lot of schools. A lot of a lot of things. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of everything.
0: A lot of time between now in Monday.
2: That's oh,
1: sure? right. Mm-hmm.
0: There's going to be College Game Day live. Yeah. Charlotte Saturday Let's morning. Go. We are Hell back. yeah. Hey, we are back. Hell yeah. So back. We are back. We got, On location. We got big games tonight. Mm-hmm. Pumped. I don't want to give away anything about who's going to be at this Charlotte College Game Day episode. Ooh. Ooh. I don't want to say it. Pretty good. It? Has I'm, it already been released? I don't even know. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't, don't think I've so.
5: seen
4: anything.
0: No. You guys don't
4: know. Yeah, we
0: do. Has it been? I don't think I've I, seen I don't think
4: it. it's been announced yet. Nope. No. No.
0: Pretty big names joining us. I think this year is gonna have a fun, you know, energy. Real a hell of a year. Yeah, I think there is a little bit of a little bit of a thought of like, yeah, game day is something that a lot of people are big fans of and would want to participate in if they were asked. And I think we're gonna take advantage of that this year. Hell yeah. And I think this weekend there's some awesome things in store, I do believe. And I'm speaking as if I have any say in any of this? I do not. I'm just saying, like the show itself is going to be a lot of fun. I it's
4: going to be a good watch. I think people.
0: so. I, I think it is. Now, there's going to be people that hate it, obviously, for the first few weeks because it is going to look a little bit different than it has in the past. With no David Pollack, which I will certainly miss his presence around there, and Gene and Bear obviously got a good deal with Fox. He was in Australia, I think. For <laughs> yeah, eight months. eight months. Yeah, living. Uh, I love that. That was a big part of, like, he was very excited to cover soccer and, like, horse racing and, like, all these other things that he's interested in alongside college football. He goes to World Cup, Australia, super pumped about it. And then, no offense, but that's this is the worst United States World Cup ever, ever? Yeah. for our women's team. Just the, the least amount of interest in it for whatever reason. Methy, Methy yeah. messy certainly yeah. affected sure. it. There was a lot of personal feelings about a lot of things that were happening. Yeah. It was tough. And yeah, then, all the
4: games are on at 4.30 a.m. And yeah.
0: then they lose early. The earliest they lost. So it's like Bear was like super pumped to go over there and do some coverage. That thing was over 40. So <laughs> now he's back on the road. We will miss him and we will miss everybody that's not there. But I think Saturday's show is going to be a fucking good one. Hell yeah. yeah. And then guess what? Then we're back Monday.
2: What? Then we're back Tuesday. What?
0: Then Wednesday, there's a full huh. And then Thursday.
2: Mm-hmm. It's go time. We begin. Let's go.
0: Then Friday, Tuscaloosa. That's
2: right. Mm-hmm. Big surprises. And reacting to an NFL game. uh mm-hmm. oh.
0: Yeah. It's all so exciting.
2: It really is. Best time of the year. By a mile.
0: By a mile.
2: By the way, I don't know if you guys have seen week one.
5: I Stats, Chiefs score like, I think it's like 38 points per game in week one. Well, Did see week. that, yeah.
0: Well, Andy Reid's told Chris Long um, that he will actually take a play from anybody.
1: Yeah, yes, it doesn't matter.
0: This is from the Green Light Podcast. Shout out to Chris Long getting the Inside the NFL gig as well. We're massive fans yeah. of his. Super Bowl champion multiple time. Everybody loves him. This is him talking to Andy Reid about his plays and where he finds the incredibly creative concepts.
5: You look everywhere, though. High school, college. I mean, at least I've heard rumors that you've got guys that go down to the bottom of the ranks to find new concepts and things you might want to go with. Have you ever actually taken something from high school?
6: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I took one from a janitor one time at Green Bay. I mean,
5: I all... <laughs> no, you got to tell
6: me this. Well, No, we had a janitor. It was a mom and pop group that cleaned our facility forever. And then they were game day. And, you know, this guy kept telling me who's he was the owner of the company, the father of the the family. And he goes, I've got this play for you. And he kept telling me this over. and over. Finally, I said, OK, here's a card. Draw up the play. And he drew up the play. I go, dang, that's pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. We called the play just before halftime and it scored. And he starts hitting his wife and he's going, that's my play. That's my play. And she's going, yeah, right. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, sure it is. And that,
6: uh, you know, that's uh, we'll take it from anywhere.
0: That's football. Yeah. Unreal! Yeah. Shout out to Chris Long for the Inside the NFL gig, the Greenlight podcast, Andy Reid being electrifying, and we are just one week away from all of it. Come on. Yeah. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Have the greatest weekend of all time, because next week is going to be electrifying. Come on. We appreciate the hell out of all of you.